Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Kemp Memorial Stadium on the campus of Shemokin Area High School, and welcome to Seals Game Day. Driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North Fort Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Coach Dave Hess. Tonight, the Seals try to avenge an early season loss for the second time. They did it last week against the Central Mountain Wildcats. They look to do it again here tonight. This time, it's the 3-3 three and three Seals Grove Seals hosting the 4-2 and Shemokin Indians. Actually, we're at Kemp Memorial Stadium. In week three, Seals lost to the Indians 16-0. In 30 previous games, Seals Grove leads the all-time series 20 wins and 10 losses. In this series, Seals Grove has outscored the Indians 565 to just 163 points. Prior to the week three win by Shemokin and the 2018 win by the Shemokin Indians over the Seals, the Indians had not won since 2003. That year, Shemokin won twice, including the 17-3 win in the District 4 AAA Championship game. As I bring in my broadcast partner, Dave Hess, into the conversation, the Central Mountain defense limits Seals Grove to just seven first downs, seven yards passing, 201 total yards of offense in the Seals' 9-7 victory. The Seals were held to under 10 first downs for the fifth time in six games. So it's no secret that they got to get first downs, move the chains, cross lines if they have any thoughts of coming here to Kemp Memorial Stadium and beating the Shemokin Indians. No, oh, that's for sure. And uh, the one thing that I talked about with Coach Hicks is the fact that they went ahead and simplified their offense tonight, and I think that that's, that's a, good, a good move. And they're going to try to find a few plays they can hang their hats on tonight and, and get at it. And our offense really has to have a good night tonight. Again, the outside of senior quarterback Coy Bastion, explosive 67-yard touchdown run, the final snap of the first period. It was not a great performance offensively. But importantly, Coach Hicks was most proud of his team's effort in a physical matchup with the Central Mountain Wildcats in a battle for a two-point win a week ago. You know, that was a good battle, and it was a good game, and, and the kids had to play a complete game to get that win. And I thought they did a great job. And the one thing that really stood out to me last week was that our kids were in far better shape than Central Mountain, and that goes a long way, in, especially in close games. And, you know, we haven't had too many games this year that weren't close. Well, and, and, and you say that, and it, it makes you think about that defense, and defense in terms of not giving up points throughout the season, most notably in the fourth quarter. They're still on all cylinders, and they're still – causing havoc against the opposing teams, and they look to do that here again tonight against this Shemokin Indian team. So, and Bastion had a game high, 102 yards, and he was one off from his season total entering the game. Now, on the defensive side, you can't say enough about what the defense has done all season. This time, the Seals limit Central Mountain Junior Ryan Pence is 70 yards rushing, 41 yards less than his season average on 21 carries. Pence has averaged 3.8 yards per carry versus the Seals in two games, his season average seven point one yards a carry, and the defense has not allowed one has allowed one score or less in four fourth time 
in six games. This defense, as we just said, they get going, and, boy, they can really cause problems. That's what Seals Grove is going to have to rely on here. Again, this defense is going to have to step up and play one of their greatest games. Our defense is good, Pat. They're, they're a good group of kids, and, boy, do they play hard. And, and they go to the ball like, like very few defenses I've seen. Uh, I, I agree, Pat. Our defense has to limit, um, number one, you can't give up the big play tonight. And, number two, we've got to play Seals defense. We've got to get after them. We've got to stop the run. And we got to do something about this uh, this new passing game they seem to have developed over the last three weeks. Well, and the same will be asked, as you said, here tonight against the Schmokin Indians. The Indians scored 54 unanswered points to get a 54 win, t- win over Milton a week ago. The Indians rode quarterback Brett Nye's arm for 204 yards and four touchdowns as Nye finished completing just four passes. He went four for seven, had one interception, but Dave, all four completions a week ago for Brett Nye and the Smoking Indians resulted in touchdowns. Nye's four completions went for 86, 83, 47, and six yards. But the Indians got good balance. When you look at not only what Nye was able to do through the air, it was an offense that relied on Max Madden as well. 18 carries, 105 yards. Smoking can uh, put a lot of pressure on the defense, and they will do that here tonight against the Seals Grove Seals. Oh, you're doggone right. And those those long plays that they got last week against Milton, the 86 yards, 83 and 47, those are the things that we cannot allow tonight to get this win. And let, you know, if we had a high-scoring offense, maybe maybe you could give up a play. But man, you can't uh, when you're when you're keeping the games close like we are. And the Seals Grove Seals will have to be able to come out fast, be able to develop a little bit of offense. Got a big explosive play a week ago, much like they did in Week One against the Milton Black Panthers when they had two big running touchdowns, one by Nate Schoen and one by Ryan Almond. Last week it was senior quarterback. Coy Bastion went 67 yards for that touchdown run, and he was just shoestring away from putting a second one on the board a week ago against the Central Mountain Wildcats. Well, we'll talk more about the Seals and their opponent here tonight, the Smoking Indians, during Seals game day, and we'll get previews of other games heard on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation family, including Kevin Hur covering the Shikolimi Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com, along with the Lewisburg Green Dragons, as Lewisburg Green Dragons are covered on 100.9 The Valley at WVLY.com. We'll hear from the head coach, Derek Hicks, as Dave Hess was able to get down on the field and the conversation with the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, as he's prepared his team here tonight to travel to Kemp Memorial Stadium to take on the Shemokin Indians. Shemokin comes in at 4-2, and two, Seals Grove at 3-3. Three and three. Seals Grove trying to win back-to-back games against Chickalimi, Central Mountain, and again here tonight against the Shemokin Indians. We'll come back. We got a lot more for you coming up on Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. At T. Ross Brothers Construction, they're proud to be a member of the communities in which they live and build. They've been serving our valley for over 50 years, and their reputation earned them the honor of building many of the area's residences, businesses, and community and religious facilities. Whether you want to build, expand, or remodel, T. Ross Brothers Construction is committed to providing you with the very best in design, quality, and value. Visit them at trossbrothers.com, and you'll learn why they say, We're building for the future. 
We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Teleflora Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 5 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers, 901 North Market Street in Seawans Grove. You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Seawans Grove. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick-or-treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you arrive, be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months same as cash and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's in Sealands Grove, we are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the strip in Sealands Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealands Grove Seals. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The Game of Life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you you all soon in person and as always go seals eagle107.com welcome back to seals game driven by sunbury motor company here on eagle 107 eagle107.com before we get talking more about this matchup between the seals and the indians we take a look back put the final thoughts on last week's win over the central mountain wildcats again seals have improved to three and three Got a rushing touchdown from Coy Bash in his first of the season. Went for 67 yards. It was a one-play drive covering 67 yards. The extra point was no good, and that was huge missed extra point by the Seals Grove Seals at that point in the game. You always wonder if that's going to come back to haunt you. Well, Seals Grove did that. They had to deal with going down 7-6 when Gerlach got on the board for the Central Mountain Wildcats with a one-yard touchdown run with 5.42 to go in the third. For Central Mountain, that completed a 10-play drive covering 78 yards. Took six minutes and eight seconds. The extra point was good. And just like that, Central Mountain led 7-6. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter as Sealands Grove found themselves trailing to the Central Mountain Wildcats. But then Central Mountain would see Sealands Grove get deep in their territory and were forced into a 22-yard field goal with 5.36 to go in the ball game when Kyle Rule kicked the field goal 
and it completed an eight-play drive covering 44 yards, took three minutes and 13 seconds. The extra or field goal's good. It was 9-7 at that point. Seals Grove would dodge a bullet as the Central Mount Wildcats would have an opportunity to attempt. A 34-yard field goal at the end of that game went wide to the right, was no good. Seals Grove came away with the win, 9-7 over the Central Mount Wildcats. Dave, as we put the final word on the win last week, we already talked about we know it was a battle. You know, even Coach Hicks talked about in the papers and quoted that, you know, he's so proud of the way his kids battled through that. Central Mountain, as we all know, much improved team, and what they rely on is their physicality, and, boy, Seals Grove had to deal with that all night long, and fortunate come away with a win. You're doggone right. Central Central Mountain's a good football team. What are they, 4-2? and two? That that's a, that's a successful program, and that was a good win for the Seals last week, especially given the fact that it was a payback win. That That's terrific. Our kids did step up last week, and I saw I, I really thought I saw some growth. Um, you know, the biggest thing, and I think you mentioned this on the way up here, Pat, is that when we got down last week, we weren't mentally down. We we came back and won that football game. That that's a that's a big uh, that's a big accomplishment. I mean, that that was terrific. And to get to get a win last week was just a breath of fresh air. We needed that. It was a nice character win for the Seals Grove Seals after the missed extra point. Found themselves fall behind seven to six. Kyle Rule missed a field goal earlier in the game, but he bounced back after missing a field goal and an extra point. But he was able to hang in there and kick the 22-yard field goal was the difference in the game to get the 9-7 win over the Wildcats. We'll talk more about the Seals Grove Seals and the Shemokin Indians. But first, let's check in with other games going on in part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation family. As we first check in, it's it's another rematch from earlier this season for the Braves versus the Milton Black Panthers. The Braves won the first matchup 14-0, which is the only victory for Shikalimi on the season. Tonight, they look for win number two. If the Shikalimi defense gives the same kind of effort they did against the Black Panthers first time, it'll be a great win for the Shikalimi Braves as they were able to battle against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs a week ago. It could be a long night for Milton if they play like that again. So let's hear from the head, hear from the broadcast team of the Shikalimi Braves covering it on 1070 WK and WKOK.com. Well, it's been eight and a half quarters, more than 100 game minutes, and looking at the calendar, technically since October 2nd, since the Braves have put a number on the scoreboard that wasn't oval. It's not because they haven't been competitive in games. Last week's game at Jersey Shore was a perfect example, being a 7 nothing game for three quarters of football. It's been the defense, though, that's been keeping Shikolami in games in this month of October. In the Shemokin game, they took an early lead. The defense played well for the first 12 minutes, but then Shemokin outlasted them in the game. Sealands Grove, defense played well for the first half. And then three quarters last week in Jersey Shore. So should that pattern stay, tonight's game in Milton should be four quarters of quality defense for the Braves. That was the case for the first time these two teams met with a 13 to nothing win. The defense led by Mike linebacker Duncan Weir, who according to Max Preps is 13th in the state of Pennsylvania in tackles with more than 70 of them in six games. It's the offense, though, that Coach Jim Kaiser would like to see turn the corner this week. In the first meeting, Shikalami's opening drive was methodical, moved the ball inside the five against Milton, but turned the ball over on downs. Matter of fact, several times the Braves were able to move the ball deep into Milton territory, but only came up with 13 points. The offensive line has been patched together all season, and tonight the Braves will get a few of the original starters back, including Cooper Manuzic at center. That's huge for an offense that predicates itself on combo blocks and that secondary block in the running game. 
Expect Milton to stack the box again tonight against Shikalami to shut down the Shikalami offense to three and outs. The longer that Shikalami defense is on the field, the better the chances are for Milton to get their first win of the season. Milton at Shikalami coming up at 6.30 on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Kickoff from Shikalami Stadium for the final game of the season at Shikalami Stadium is at 7. I'm Kevin Hur for Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. Thank you, Kevin, for that preview of the Shikalimi Braves trying to get their second win of the season as they were able to beat the Milton Black Panthers, the first matchup between those two teams. Well, now the Lewisburg Green Dragons played their best defensive game of the season against the Southern Columbia Tigers last week. They'll need to ride that effort as continue in the race for the final Class 3A playoff spot. The biggest issue will be stopping the Loyal Sock quarterback, Chase Cavanaugh. It's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Loyal Sock Lancers Friday night in a Heartland Conference crossover game. The game will be played on the campus of Seals Grove High School. Lewisburg comes into the game with a record of 1-5 after losing to Southern Columbia last week by a score of 42-7. Loyal Sock comes into tonight's game with a record of 3-2 and two after losing to Montoursville last week by a score of 23-12. The Green Dragons probably played their best game defensively all year last week against Southern Columbia. Lewisburg was in position defensively to make big plays, but broken tackles turned into big gains for the Tigers. Southern Columbia was only able to complete one pass against the Dragons secondary. Jack Landis recovered two Tiger fumbles and intercepted one pass. Loyal Sock is led by quarterback Chase Cavanaugh, who has passed for seven touchdowns this season, and he also leads the team in rushing with 489 yards. He has also scored five rushing touchdowns. Running back Corey Moyer has scored seven rushing touchdowns and has rushed for just shy of 300 yards. Loyal Sock will play a 4-3 defense against the Dragons and will go man-to-man in the secondary most of the time. This is a game where the Green Dragons need to play defense like they did against Southern Columbia, but make the tackle. They also need to try and get the passing game going, so the Lancers will have to move some defenders out of the box to free up the Green Dragons' running game. This is a game where the Green Dragons can be competitive and could come out on top if they play mistake-free football. Game time is Friday night at 7 o'clock with a pregame at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. At the Shock Law Office, attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether your legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business, contact the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at shochlaw.com. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal, or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. 
Ever since Glix installed the Heat and Glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix Heat and Glow products. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. Eagle107.com. Go back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, Zach Showers, Anthony Afusa, our producer, back in the studio. Glad you could be with us once again as the Seals Grove Seals will be taking on the Shemokin Indians. Tonight's Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive. It's Route 45. It's the Midwest Mustangs and their 1,000-yard rusher Hunter Woofley versus the Bloomsburg Panthers. Woofley has lifted an offense that struggled in the first part of the season. Bloomsburg had its worst offensive output of the season in last week's loss to Danville, but Bloomsburg had negative yards rushing. But tonight the Panthers are hosting the Midwest Mustangs looking to get a big win at home. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, since the teams met, the two teams met, Seals Grove is 2-1 and one with a 33-loss, zero-loss to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, but a 28 nothing win over Shikalimi and the one we talked about a week ago, the 9-7 win over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Shemokin is also 2-1 and one since the last time these two teams met with a 41-20 win over Shikalimi, but a 41-27 loss to the Central Mountain and a 56-14 victory over the Milton Black Panthers a week ago. In the week three matchup was not well played by Seals Grove in a 16 nothing loss. Schmokin opened up the scoring in the first quarter on a Max Madden touchdown run. Then they added to their lead on two block punts. One that they recovered for a touchdown, another that went out of the back of the end zone for a safety. The Seals defense did not allow any second half points but the offense could not generate offense, rushing for just 11 yards on 17 carries. Coy Bastian attempted 30 passes, but completed only nine of them. Dave, one thing that we came out of that game the last time they played the Smoking Indians, and it's I've been covering high school football for 23 years, and you've done it a lot longer than I have. Two block punts. Not only the fact they had two block punts, but they both 
led directly. Not even an offensive play had to be had. Two direct block punts led to points. Nine and a 16-0 win. Boy, you know that this coaching staff went back to the drawing board. They cannot allow that to happen here tonight. No, those are just mistakes you, you cannot have. And I think they have cleaned it up pretty well because we haven't seen that stuff lately. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a bad run for us that night. But, uh, yeah, I... Shamokin exposed some weakness in our in our blocking for our punts and and so on and so. On. What are you going to do? Yeah, you got to get that punt away. You got to change the field, as you always say. You got to be able to move, change, cross lines, and that's what we would hope for tonight for this offense. Corey Bastian, the senior quarterback. Ran for 102 yards, as we said, on seven carries last week, including the 67-yard touchdown run. The last quarterback to rush for over 100 yards in a game was Logan Livey. He ran for 112 yards and a loss to Shikalimi in 2017. Prior to that, there had not been a 100-yard quarterback rushing performance since Eagle 107 started covering the Seals in 2009. And the one thing you talk about all the time, when you add that that dynamic from a quarterback standpoint that can run, and you know it from years of your, being your defensive coordinator, boy, the stress it puts on on your defense. Coy Bastian had that long run a week ago. I love seeing Coy get that run. He looked good doing that. And I'll tell you what, it was, I, I expect more of that from Coy now, or Coy now, since he figured he can do that. See, uh, but, uh, yeah, I agree. If if you've got to account for the uh, the quarterback as a runner, it really, it really, it seems like it doubles your job as a defensive coordinator. And then throw in some guy like uh, like Coy, who's a good athlete, or Brandon Nosevich, the kid from Allentown Central Catholic mm-hmm. we were talking about, whoever. That makes it double hard. Yeah. So I, I like Coy there. I like him running the ball. And then if he can add in just some, uh, uh, develop some some offense in the passing game, boy, that would just make the dynamic of his ability to run the ball just that much greater for the Seals Grove offense. Uh, Bastion's attempted just five passes and went one for nine. Oh, excuse me, was uh, the one completion that went for nine yards. It was a diving reception by Scott Kissinger on a go-ahead drive late in the fourth quarter, final, finished off by that field goal by Kyle Rule for the Seals Grove Seals. So offensively, the Seals uh, rushed for a team-high 192 yards on 29 carries, averaging almost seven yards per carry. Teague Hoover and Brandon Howell combined for 69 yards on 17 carries, averaging over four yards per carry. Brandon Howell, we knew a couple weeks ago, they talked about they're going to put him in the backfield. They liked his development back there, and you saw more of that in his running. You saw some patience, and you saw his ability to be able to find those little creases. And we often said it. It felt like he was one block away from really taking an, an explosive play. We're hoping for more of that here tonight from Brandon Heil. It did. It seemed like it, it always seemed like it was a shoestring tackle or something that got him. You're exactly right. I, I think that Brandon's going to be a, a good one over the years. I, I, he's, he's new to that position, and he's. I think he's settling in. I think I'm looking for good things out of Brandon. Plus, he's a, he's a good athlete. Oh my goodness, he's fast. He's tall. He's rangy. Uh, I like him. He's I really come on in this year in a lot of different dynamics. Early on, it was in the special teams. And then the defensive side of things, him coming off the edge. You talked about it last week. You could tell coaches said, hey, you know, you got an open end on that side, go. And he's quick enough to be able to come off that edge and make plays. He sure did do that a week ago, and he has continued to do that. Now, one thing I, sh- I sent to you and to Zach when I looked on the huddle and saw how Seals Grove was starting on second down plays. It was second and 13, second and 15, and we're just like, you can't have those type of negative plays and think that your offense is going to be overcome those things. Well, on the positive side, the rushing attack did not have a negative rushing play a week ago, so you're talking about, even if they're picking up two or seven, whatever game, it changes the way you have to manage that game from an offensive coordinator standpoint. Well, it manages the key word. You can manage something that's less than 10 yards on second down. Actually, you want it, you want it less, than, less than seven is what you'd really like. But 
or seven's okay too. Anything but except losing yards. That's and we did that for a, a good number of times. And and, and we've, I, I really didn't know that about last week. That's a, that's a great uh, fact, and and that shows some real progress for us. And Seals Grove will look to try to ride that against this good Shemokin team. Shemokin team has been kind of up and down throughout the year. You know, they put up a bunch of points against the Shikalemi Braves, and then they gave up a lot of points against Shikalemi as well. Same thing happened with Central Mountain in that loss there. They are putting up points. They're developing a, the ability to throw some and run some. We'll talk more about that. Dave, you mentioned that to me during the week, that that adds an element of nervousness for this defense. Now, we know what this defense is capable of doing, but we've seen the development on film of what this Shikalemi Braves, or excuse me, what the Shimokan team has been able to do, and the sophomore quarterback, Brett Nye, uh, to his credit, early on in the first game, we thought he was just managing the game. Last week, he threw four times for four touchdowns. So this is not a kid that's managing the game anymore. He's making explosive plays, and that adds in another dynamic for this defense to deal with. Could you imagine if you had a quarterback who could throw four touchdowns every week? You wouldn't have to do anything. He only had four completions, and they're all for touchdowns. I, I've watched Nye over the weeks this year, and he really has settled in, and he's, he's really matured as a quarterback. He's doing a nice job. He's, you can tell he's a smart kid. He's a real nice athlete. And the one thing in the special teams, we mentioned the senior kicker Kyle Rule missed an extra point, and we always talk about, hey, is that going to come back to burn you? Well, it did when Central Mountain took the lead. They made their extra point, and they led 7-6 in most of that game. And then the go-ahead field goal was not successful by Kyle Rule, but to his credit, didn't hang his head. He knew there would be an opportunity potentially for him. I'm sure coaches were telling him, stay in it. Coach Dan Stroop, I'm sure he was telling him, hey, man, you got to got to stick this out. There may be an opportunity for you. And was there ever. Kyle Rule came in. It was a good kick, 22-yard field goal. The go-ahead field goal for the Seals Grove Seals to win that guy, game 9-7. So he's got to ride that momentum. But a lot of credit to your special teams. Snapper Kevin Gearhart, holder Brett Four, and then your kicker Kyle Rule, the difference in that game, the field goal to win it for Seals Grove, big in the special teams. That's huge, and and for a kid like Kyle Rule to get that, uh, that that's a real feather in his cap, man. He did a great job with that. That was a pressure kick. I mean, mm-hmm. end of the game, it was it was for the win. I Kyle Rule took a big giant leap forward last week. I like that. So we'll see more of him here tonight. And uh, speaking of that combo of Kevin Gearhart to Brett Ford, now Brett Ford is not going to be playing here tonight. So my uh, was told that uh, there will be Nick Rice will be the holder. So that's going to be a change. I talked to Dan Stroop on the way up, and he said he's done a nice job. He thinks that there shouldn't be any problem between the exchange from snapper to holder to kicker. So that's good news for Seals Grove, especially when you know they're struggling from offensive standpoint to get points. So we'll talk more about that as we continue. To, through the Seals game day here on Eagle 107. Coming up after this break, we're going to get the Derek Hicks conversation. Dave Hess was able to make his way down on the field, catch up with Coach, or Coach Hicks. He's always able to provide us great insight in the preparation for this big game against the Schmokin Indians, so we look forward to that. That's all coming up after the break as we continue with Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. 
at the Shawley Insurance Agency. They love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shawley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shawley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shawleyagency.com. Marzoni's Break Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip and Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere, serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip and Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer, good times. Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this... Now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. And this month, the blizzard of the month is Mocha Fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch. Sealands Grove High School football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Roots 1115 on the strip. Sealands Grove. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. 4970. Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more or stop by their newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Seals! This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Here with Coach Derek Hicks, and this is the Derek Hicks pregame show. Coach, game two of the Shemokin series. Last time we played Shemokin, we lost 16 to nothing. We gave up nine points on special teams. Not a productive night on offense. Where are your thoughts for tonight, buddy? Uh, you kind of, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. We got to get better, uh, you know, offensively. We got to sustain some drives. The good news is, uh, you know, since Coach Ferraro and Coach Voss uh, went back to the drawing board a little bit with offense, uh, you know, two weeks ago we we put up 28 at Chickalemi and uh, you know moved the ball last week against Central Mountain, which we weren't able to do the first time around. So, uh, you know, hopefully we've uh, we've turned that corner offensively. Coach, what were the what were the nuts and bolts? Of those changes. What were some of the things you, you did? Uh, 
if I'm being honest, we, we just got real simple. Okay. Um, well, that makes know, sense we, to me. We were running a lot of zone read stuff, uh, you know, Coy and the shotgun, and, uh, you know, a great scheme. The problem is they take a long time to develop. And uh, we, we were getting pressure, you know, we weren't able to hold our blocks, and uh, so we, we went back to the old playbook with some zone zone play, stretch, lead, uh, belly, and uh, things that are going to hit a little bit quicker and help the linemen out. I understand completely. I, I, I would do the same. Good thinking. Hey, uh, have you seen any changes since you last played Shemokin? Changes in Shemokins? Uh, yeah, not a good one either. They uh, When we played them the first time, they were one-dimensional. Uh, run, 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 and they're slinging the ball all over the place now. I, I heard that the quarterback um, has had sort of kind of an awakening. He's doing well. Oh, yeah, he's doing real well. Um, you know, I think last week, look, looking at their breakdown, there was more run, than, or excuse me, more pass than run uh, throughout the game, which is the, the polar opposite of what we saw the first time. And, Coach, so now so there's going to be a challenge defending a pass tonight. Uh, Brett Four, uh, he's not playing? No, Brett's out. Uh, Connor Grove will step into that spot. You know, Connor's a junior, had some game. He, he's been rotating in here and there this year, so it's not like he's completely new. Uh, so he's got some game experience. Tall kid, you know, 6-1, uh, so he gives us that element. That's nice. And, uh, yep. you know, so him and, him and Almit will definitely a little bit of a challenge tonight. Oh, good. Well, that's all right. They're going to be okay. Uh... Coach, what do you think of Nate Schoen's performance last week? Uh, Played some defense. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple tackles for loss, and, uh, you know, I mean, he's sitting there on a, a, a torn up knee, and uh, for him to be even able to suit up is, is amazing. And then to make a few plays and have the game he did was, was pretty incredible. Do you think that he gives the team a confidence boost just being in uniform, being on the field with the kids? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you put, he, he's far and away the strongest kid in the team, you know, big body, looks good in the uniform, and, and, and he's a motivational guy. He's a leader. He's out there. He's talking to the guys in the huddle. So uh, definitely just a mental edge with him on the field. Uh, that's good. 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 Um, what are you hoping to see from the offense tonight, Coach? Uh, you know, I, we, we've got to get, I think last week we, we only attempted five passes, um, you know, completed one. So we, we've got to get a passing game going. Schmokin's going to do, I'm guessing, what they did the first time, which is load the box with eight guys, go cover zero, and uh, kind of dare you to pass the ball. So uh, we've got to complete some quick, easy passes to try and loosen that, that front up a little bit and then uh, see if we can get the running game going. Uh, good. And um, defensively, Coach, uh, to beat Shemokin tonight, what do, you, what do you think we have to do besides defend the pass game? Uh, defend the pass, play solid. Uh, some of their misdirection stuff, the inside uh, scissors or reverse, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's what they hit the touchdown on last time. So got to stay at home on the misdirection plays. Uh, and quite honestly, the, the game's going to be the outside backers have to have a big night. They uh, they like to pass to the flats. And, and in, a, in a cover three off a of play action, those guys are going to be biting up. And they're going to have to scramble back and get into coverage. And if they can do that and defend those flats, uh, that's going to make the pass coverage a whole lot easier. Oh, that's good. If they can do that, that's that's a terrific thing, boy. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, that's great. And uh, special teams, Coach, where are we standing with them tonight? Uh, status quo with the exception of Brett. Um, Brett, Brett, Ford. He's, Brett Ford. He holds for extra points and and, um, and field goals. Correct. He's that, our holder. He's our punt returner. Um, that's you know, a doing huge a heck position, of a man. Yep. You have somebody so, who can do it? Well, we got Brandon Hiles going to return punts. Good. Oh, so, no. No, we'll take He's that. Good, man. Yep, yeah. that's an athlete. And uh, uh, Nick Rice, sophomore, who, uh, you know, we, we were looking at holders in practice, and he said, oh, I've been doing it since midget football coach, and he jumped right in. So Good for uh, Nick Rice, man. So Nick will be on the field doing
doing some holding. You'll also see him on offense a little bit for Brett tonight. Good for Nick. I'm so happy to hear that. Good. So you're all set. Coach, playoff situation and the Shemokin situation. Can yeah. you explain to us a little bit about what's going on? Because I'm hearing we may be playing these guys again next week. Oh, not may. We will. We will uh, be. We okay. will be. Uh, I, I, from what I see, what I've read, and what I've figured out doing the numbers myself is if we win, we're two seed home next week. If we lose tonight, we're back here as the three seed. So win, lose, or draw, it's going to be Shemokin. Just one of us is two, one of us is three. So if we win tonight, we're at home next week. Correct. Well, you got to win then, Coach. So absolutely. Because, you know, Baders brings people to Shemokin. It makes it worthwhile, right? Yeah. The trip worthwhile? Baders? Trip, trip, yeah. Seals Nine football furniture. makes the trip worthwhile once. Yeah, just Not once. two weeks in a row, though. No. No. Right. God, no. All right. Good. Coach, in all seriousness, um, if you had to get into an MMA fight oh boy. with Coach Henry Hanoski, who would win, Coach? Uh, I, I'm going to tap out and let Seth Hicks take in. What are your thoughts on on, um, on coaching against a Super Bowl champ? Oh, it, it, Henry, I'll tell you what. Henry is a heck of a nice guy. Uh -huh. You know, he's even as a kid when we coached against him as a player, he was a player. Yeah. Um, super nice kid back then, and as a coach, you're, you're not going to find a nicer guy. You know, we have our, our coaches' meetings for the district, and uh, I've gotten to know him there. And you know, uh, I mean, Super Bowl ring, you know, and uh, the most humble guy you'll ever meet. So, awesome. uh, not saying I don't want to beat him tonight, but still, he's a good guy. You want to beat a Super Bowl champ, though, right? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Good luck tonight, Coach. God bless you, man. All right, thank go you. get him. Derek kicks down on the field, giving you his thoughts. Leading up to the game tonight against the Shemokin Indians, again, appreciate his time. We're going to take a break, come back, continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here at Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. The crew at the Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg proudly supports Seal & Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Listen to the game with great food from an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. The Lewisburg Delicatessen is the winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Call ahead to order or visit online and on Facebook, too. Go Seals! In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals the other guys won't. You know when you gotta be somewhere, it's like, really urgent? You don't want to do it over the phone. Some things just can't be said with an LOL or an OMG. Some things just need to be done IRL. So you get in your Nissan Altima and drive. Feel the VC turbo engine instantly react to give you more power and efficiency. So you can get where you need to go. Eric, what are you doing here? Like. Huh? Your social post. I liked it. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, there's a button for that, right? I do. The Nissan Altima, now offering the most tech-advanced engine in its class. This is tech that helps you be there. This is Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Auto Pacific Segmentation. 2020 Ultima Platinum versus latest in-market competitors in the premium midsize class. Available feature. World's first production variable compression turbo engine launched by Nissan Motor Company Limited in 2018. 
This part of today's game is brought to you by Diversified Construction. Hey, whose turn is it to make the popcorn? When I was a kid, it was always my turn. First, I shook the hot oil pan until the corn popped, and later I used a hot air popper. Now I'm back popping in a hot oil pan because the butter and salt sticks to the popcorn better. Hopefully you're having a good time snacking with family while listening to today's game. Quality family time is what life is all about. We'll be back later in the broadcast to tell you about what we do here at Diversified Construction. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Hello, we're the Sub Six, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man in Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. I want to remind you again, tonight's Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. It's the Midwest Mustangs against the Bloomsburg Panthers. Keep an eye on that one and all games going on around the Valley. Keep you updated on scores. We call that our Aubrey Alexander Toya out of town scoreboard. Continue with Seals Game Day. Dave has Patter Bryan, Zach Showers here from Kemp Memorial Stadium. Dave, we've talked a lot about this defense, and understandably so. When you look at how Seals have gotten to this point, and you look at their schedule, they got a big win to start the season, 42-6 to win over the Milton Black Panthers, and then they lost to Central Mountain 7-3 to before falling to Shemogan in the first matchup, 16-0. They lost to Jersey Shore, 33-0, but bounced back in a big way in a lot of different ways against the Shikalemi Braves on the defense, special teams, and offense to win that one, 28-0, before the hard-fought win a week ago over the Central Mountain Wildcats, 9-7. Take it back to the, to the Shikalemi game, and we talked a lot about that in terms of all facets. It was a game that they got 14 points from the offense. Ryan Almond, 91 yards in that, two touchdowns. Great to see the momentum building on the offensive side. In that game, we talked about this offensive line is now taking over. And that was great to see. And I know that's close to your heart when you see an offensive line take over like they did against the Chickalooney Braves. They did take over. And that's a real pride thing for those guys. They they know when they're getting the job done. And I'll tell you what, that's something you can build on because there's, there's, there's just a whole lot of psych with that group. You know, when you start, you start moving people and getting yards, it's a whole lot of fun. And uh, I, th- I think that they may have turned turned a corner last week. And Coach Hicks was talking about how they simplified some things, which is a great thing. I completely agree with that strategy. And I, that was before last week. So things were simpler last week than they were before. And I think that made a big difference. And you know, and I did see changes in what the way they were running last week. We saw belly. We saw we saw some toss that they hadn't been doing a lot. of a lot of stretch and things like that, which was it's all good stuff. And I, I really I think maybe the offense is time for them to break. Break loose tonight. We'd like to hear that from Coach Hicks talking about making some of the adjustments and you know you're coaching to what your abilities are and what you can do. They came out feeling like they could do a little more of that spread and that that run option pass, you know that, that read stuff. But to their credit, they recognize that maybe we gotta just take it a little more simply or simpler. 
for these guys, and you're hoping for big benefits here tonight. Yeah, and, and as the weeks go by, when you, when you have a little bit of a problem and you're not winning games, you you know you, you start to figure things out and and you make those changes, and and it's it's good to see, you know, and and I think that they did a real good job. We'll see what happens tonight, but I'm looking for a win tonight. The last five games against the Shimokan Indians again, and they lost 16 nothing in the earlier matchup. Six or nine points coming off two block punts. 2019, they won 27 nothing. And it was they scored in every quarter in that twenty-seven to nothing win over the Shemokin Indians in two thousand eighteen. They lost forty-four eight as Shemokin came to Seals Grove and surprised the Seals Grove crowd that night as Shemokin dominated that game forty-four eight. In two thousand seventeen, they won twenty nothing over the Indians and Seals Grove won thirty-eight to twenty back in two thousand and sixteen in the last five matchups. Now we talk about last week's game for the. Uh, Shemokin Indians, they beat Milton 54-14, 17 first downs. They were able to get four turnovers, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions. They rushed for 220 yards, 5.8 yards a carry. They threw four for eight for 204 yards, four touchdowns, and they did throw two picks. Total yards, 424 yards, and the guy we keep talking about, the sophomore quarterback, threw for 204 yards and had those four touchdowns. So in terms of riding momentum, Boy, this smoking Indian team comes in, and they look like they're riding a pretty good high on that offensive side of the ball. It's going to be a huge test for the Seals' defense. Well, the first thing the Seals have to do is they've got to they've got to deal them some setbacks, and they've got to get inside their heads and make them start doubting because they're also a team offensively who's who's they're taking off. They're getting good now on offense. If we get on them early, and and we can we can get lay some licks on some people and 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 take their take some things away from them, we can set the tone for tonight. Talking about the Schmokin Indians, they started out the season, lost to Jersey Shore 41-7. They beat Milton for the first time they played, 37-6. Shut out Seals Grove in week three at Seals Grove. And then they beat Chickalimmy 41-20. That was a game they fell behind, but, boy, came up in a big way, and that might be the the point where they really started to come together offensively as they had to come from behind and beat the Chickalimmy Braves. And then they put up uh, 27 in a loss to Central Mountain before beating Milton a week ago, 54-14. to They're averaging 30.3 points per game, but giving up 20.3 points per game. And, again, 16-0 win the first time against these two teams, and they're capable of putting up points and they're also giving up points. So Seals Grove's got to look to try to take advantage of that on both sides of the ball against the Shemokin Indians. We talk about the sophomore quarterback, 52 for 99, 1,085 yards, 14 touchdowns, 6 picks. And again, sophomore quarterback throwing for over a thousand yards, and still got a couple games left. Again, you got to give that kid a lot of credit his development. He seems like he has really honed in on what he is capable of doing. The coaching staff has done a nice job with that sophomore quarterback, and, and that's a sophomore quarterback who went over a thousand yards in a shortened season. I mean, what is this week seven? That that's incredible, and and uh, obviously he's a good kid, and he's he's settling in and becoming a very good quarterback. And then they rely on the rushing attack. Max Madden, 98 carries for 105 or 507 yards, four touchdowns. Touchdowns, and then they'll go to Ian Paul, who had a big run against Seals Grove the first game. He has 38 carries for 194 yards. And then Frosch has 45 carries, 244 yards, and three touchdowns. He also has six catches for 134 yards. When they go through the air, it's uh, Zalkowski, 17 catches, 320 yards, four touchdowns. And Del Ball, 17 catches, 506 yards, eight touchdowns.
touchdowns. We talk about Brett Ford not playing that corner position. You talk to Coach Hicks about that. You're going to go with Connor Grove, and he's going to have a lot to deal with. These guys have nice size. They both have 17 catches, well over or 300 yards, and both have eight and four touchdowns. Uh, Del Ball with the eight, uh, Zukowski with the four. That's going to be a lot of pressure on a kid coming in. He's going to ask for a lot of help. You wonder are they going to go to some two-safety look to try to help out the new corner there. I, I, they've done that the last few weeks, and that, that cover two has really worked well for them. When they're getting beat up by short passes, it's the best it's the best defense you can get to because now you have two deep safeties and you have five linebackers and well, actually three linebackers and two cornerbacks underneath, which uh, really it really gives you a lot of protection under with your short stuff and that's something we've done well. So let's hope they try to come out and complete some short passes because I think we're going to be okay. Seals Grove has played well here at Cap Memorial Stadium over the years. We saw. Uh, Seals Grove Seals in 2009 beat Allentown Central Catholic 31-10. We saw the Seals Grove Seals beat Greater Johnstown in an unbelievable offensive performance by the Seals that night, led by the rushing attack, Devon Bats that night. He had five touchdowns, and Seals Grove's been able to beat Schmokin Indians here at Kent Memorial Stadium. So we're hoping the same holds true here tonight. As Seals Grove try to avenge a loss earlier in the season to the Schmokin Indians when they lost 16-0. we got a lot more to talk about getting ready for the open. Opening kickoff between the Shemokin Indians and the Sealands Grove Seals. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam. Health Center, designed with you in mind. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys won't. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%, a full tank of gas, and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGrowFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealands Grove. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. At the Shawley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster team 
teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shelley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shelley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shelleyagency.com. Marzoni's Brick Oven and Brewing Company on the Strip in Seals Grove offers outdoor or indoor dining with great atmosphere, serving authentic brick oven pizza, pub grub, and crafted entrees that you can wash down with an ice-cold Pepsi. In addition to good food and a great selection of micro-brewed beer, Marzoni's has gift cards for those special people on your list so you can give the gift of yum. With something for everyone, whether you're a family, couple, or group, ask about Marzoni's Banquet Room. Marzoni's, located on the Strip in Seals Grove or online at marzoni's.com. Good food, good beer, good times. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Seals Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Glicks, Shock Law, Hubs Home Oxygen, WL Nissan, Diversified Construction, Shalom Salon and Spa, Garfield, Seals Grove Ford, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Marzoni's, ITG Basement Systems, Gracie's Flowers, Aaron's Rental, Tom's Eatery, Dry Valley Tag, Route 11 Coffee and Cream, William Booker CPA, Service Electric Cable Vision, Central Vision Eye Care, and Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Both teams have taken the field. Seals Grove in their all-white, white helmets, white shirt, white pants. And the Shemokin Indians in their purple helmets, purple shirt and pants as well. Getting ready to get this one going. And before we do that, we throw it to Dave on what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals. Well, first of all... When they're when Shemokin's offense is on the field, we have got to get pads on that quarterback early and often, and we've got it. We've got to get in his head and not allow him to feel comfortable on the field with us. A, a sophomore quarterback, I think you can do that with. And offensively, we've got to score points. We've got to sustain drives and score points, and we've got to clean up the special teams. We've got to play better special teams than we did last time. Well, let's keep an eye on that as we go throughout the night. And the weather tonight: 66 degrees, a balmy October evening, beautiful. Weather-wise here, not expecting any rain, just uh, some partly cloudy skies, but it's going to be a beautiful night. The low in about 57 by the time this one wraps up, but a beautiful night for high school football. This has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns and the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors, Motors Kia routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. We talk about Kemp Memorial Stadium and. I wondered when on my way here was thinking uh, what all the times you've been here and the success that we've had here. And I was wondering what, where that came from from uh, the Kent Memorial Stadium and had my little right up here looking for that so I can share that with you. But why, before we do that, I want to remind you that we're going to keep an eye on all the games going on here tonight as we will let you know games, the updates you on some scores and. That's all part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. But according to the news item, Kent Memorial Stadium on the campus of Schmokin Area School District was under uh, undergone numerous modifications in its lifetime. The changes, some more controversial than others, have included switching the home side of the field, the introduction of lighting, replacing the grass with turf. The surrounding of the stadium was also transformed from a community gathering place in Edgewood Park to Stelter Drive, a residential development. One thing at the stadium that stayed constant for 75 years, however, is the person for which it's honored. The stadium is named for after Sergeant Robert Alfred Kemp, the first Shemokin alum to be killed in World War II. Kemp, a graduate class of 1935, was killed in action 
August 11, 1942. The stadium was dedicated during a ceremony prior to the Greyhounds taking on Sunbury High on November 7, 1942. So there's a little history as I checked into Kemp Memorial Stadium named after a World War II vet. And I think my dad played in that game. I did. He played for Sunbury. Yeah, love it. Love the connections you get all the time between these two. So. Yeah. Awesome. So we're here at Kemp Memorial Stadium. As like I said, Seals Grove's had a lot of success here, hoping to do the same here, trying to avenge a loss to the Schmokin Indians. That same that they did a week ago against the Central Mountain Wildcats, had to avenge that as well. But a beautiful night for high school football. Seals Grove's going to kick this one away. This is Seals Grove football in WEGH's Northumberland, Seals Grove. Seals Grove will kick it off. It'll be Kyle Rule to do the chores here. Two deep guys back, standing at about their five-yard line. Going to take it from there. That's Del Ball up the right hash, trying to get to the edge. Hit it about the 19-yard line and then driven out of bounds. And that's where Smoking Indians will take over there. First down and 10. It looked like a fan on the far side was bumped and knocked over. Hopefully they're okay. Never like to see that, but it remains on the turf over there being looked at by the staff there. Unfortunate situation to start this game, but hopefully we'll be okay as if Smokin' Indians able to take it to the 23-yard line, but I think we'll have a slight delay here as they are tending to the this fan on the far side that got bumped by the players who ran out of bounds, knocked out of bounds there. But Schmokin will take over first down and 10 from their own 23-yard line. Schmokin to come in tonight averaging 30.3 points per game, 369 yards of total offense. This is going to be end around to Dell Ball. Up the left pass. He's got a lot of room. Into the secondary. Into Seals Grove territory. Being chased by Grove. Grove's not able to get to him, but finally stopped by Teague Uber at the five-yard line. But there is a flag all the way back at the 25-yard line where Del Ball was able to break it open there. But looks like by body language, this one's going to come all the way back. And Sealens grow fortunate for that because that was a huge play to start this one for the Smoking Indians. We dodged a big bullet there. That was just quarterback end sweep. Uh, it was nothing fancy, but, man, they had that plan right. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Teague Hoover gave us a great effort on that play. He caught him from behind way deep down about the three-yard line. That's going to be holding against the Shemokin Indians. So taking away a huge play by the Indians to get this one started. But now they see themselves as it's a spot foul. It'll be marked at the 15-yard line. So Shemokin will come out first down, and we're called about 20 to pick up the first down here. Call it a 15, first down and 15 as they finally mark it at the 15-yard line. And now they adjust it there. So it's going to be more like about 18 yards pick up first down as they got to get out back out to the 33-yard line. Nye under center, one back in the backfield, Madden behind him. Man goes in motion. Going to give it to Madden. Nope, inside handoff, and Nate Schoen is able to get to Frosch, who had... Try to go from left to right, but Nate Schoen makes his presence felt on a big tackle for loss. Nate Schoen did a great job. That was a, that was like an inside counter that Shemokin just tried to run there. And the, the, the guy that made that play was Brandon Heil playing outside linebacker. They tried to kick him out. He squeezed it. He came down inside hard, squeezed it so that the running back had no place to go. And Nate Schoen just cleaned it up. So it's going to be a second down and long for the Shemokin Indians after the tackle for loss by Schoen. 
Two backs in the backfield. Frost goes in motion from left to right. Nye rolling to his right. He's got some time. Still looking. Gets rid of it. Underneath. Finds a receiver. Going to be bumped out of bounds. Well short of the 15-yard line. So it's just a short pickup there. It's going to bring up a third down. Looking at the starting lineups, Brett Nye, the sophomore quarterback. In the backfield, Frosh, Madden. You also see Ian Paul and Weary. The receiving core, Zakowski, and also Del Ball. The tight end is Miller. The tight, the center is Rodarmel. The guards are Makaluso, Zaylor, Kodak, and Kitchen are the tackles for the Shimokan Indians on its third down play. Calling it a third down and 19. Ball on the 14-yard line. Nye drops back. Look it. Looks left. Getting some pressure. Rolling out to the right. Still going. Gets rid of it. Zukowski will make the catch. Knocked out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Well short of a first down. And, boy, a bullet was avoided there. As Seals Grove gave up what looked to be a huge play to start this one. That would have put Shemokin at the Seals Grove 5-yard line. A holding call brought it back. Now Seals Grove forces Shemokin to have to punt this away. It'll be Nye kicking away to Heil and Hoover. It's going to be fun to see what Brandon Heil does back here tonight. It's so much fun watching Brett Four. Uh, I, I hope he gets back soon, but this is going to be fun. So Nye waiting for the snap here. Gets a good snap under a lot of pressure for Almond. It's a high punt. It's going to bounce, take good Seals Grove roll back into Shemokin territory at the 49-yard line. Seals Grove will get great field position at the Shemokin 49-yard line. Take a look at the starters for Seals Grove. Senior quarterback, Corey Bastion, 67-yard touchdown run a week ago against the Wildcats. In the backfield, Almit, Hoover, and Heil. The receiving cords, Nate Almit, Scott Kissinger. The tight end is Aaron Rothamall. Up front, Nick Young, the center. You'll see Fogarty and Maurer playing the guard position along with Steve Miller. The tackles, anybody from Catherman to Seco, and also Vance Metzger across that offensive line for the Sealands Grove Seals. First down at 10. It's a keeper by Bastion. Tiptoes through. It's going to pick up about four, maybe three when he's done. But, Dave, we talk about it. It's a positive play for Coy Bastion on the keeper. That was a great play to start off. Heck, we'll take that any day. Uh, it's second and six. I, that was a looked like a trap play. Steve Miller um, kicked out on on a defensive tackle there, and Coy uh, did a nice job running right up right up the gut, right where he needed to go. Up front for the Smoking Indians: Miller, Kitchen, Kodak, and Road Armel. The linebackers: Weary, Frosh, Paul, and Adams. Defensive backs: Delball, Zakowski, and Cedar. For the Shemokin Indians. Second down and six. Got some jumping up front. As it's a second and six. And if this is going to go against the Shemokin Indians, it'll make it a second down and one. And it is an offsides against the Shemokin Indians. And we always say it. Now you can pull out just about anything you want out of the playbook on a second down and one. But the way this offense is played, I'd like to see them just run the ball. Maybe uh, Ryan Almond here, pick up a first down, yeah. move the chains. You're right. They started They started with a positive play, which was great. And I agree. I mean, a lot of times, second one, you want to waste one. Throw it to, well, not waste it, but throw it to the end zone. You know, just try to get one. But now let's let's just keep the success rolling here, guys. Bastion under center. Give it to Ryan Almond. First down. He's going to have enough there, and he's driven back, but not knocked to the turf. Strong fullback running by Ryan Allman. Just needed a couple yards, and depending on the spot here, whether he got the first down or not, 
No talk. Yep, it's a first down. Let's move the chains. So Sealens Grove, a week ago, we talked about their struggles in picking up first downs. Last week in their game against Central Mountain, they ended up with seven on the game. So to pick up a first down here on the first drive is huge for the Seals. That's awesome. That's great. It's something we had trouble doing for a few games there. First down and 10 from the smoking 38-yard line. This is going to go to Hoover. He bounces off a couple would-be tacklers, but then swarmed over. Leading the way that time, Road Armel making a stop for the Shemokin Indians. It's going to be a pickup of a couple, though, Dave, so it's going to be a second down and eight at the Shemokin 37-yard line. Second and eight is a heck of a lot better than second and 13 or second and 10. That's great. Uh, the Seals actually tried to go outside that time. First two times, they ran up the gut, had some success. Uh, for three times, actually, and uh, and they just went outside on that uh, that last play. wasn't much there, but uh, we got a couple of tough yards. Smokin's given up 42 points in the first quarter. Seals have scored 20. Seals Grove in Smokin territory. Second down play here. It's a keeper by Coy Bastion again. He gets inside of the 35-yard line to the 34-yard line, so it's going to be a third down in here. It's going to be about third down and five for the Sealens Grove Seals as they'll try to keep this drive alive. It's the opening drive by the Sealens Grove Seals. Schmokin had the ball, had a long run on the first play, was called back on a holding. Sealens Grove forced them into a punt. Sealens Grove got great field position on a bad punt by Schmokin. And this is the first drive for the Seals, and they'll have it third down here. Called a third down and six. 7.36 to go in the opening quarter. No score as the ball sits just inside of the smoking 35-yard line. Coy Bastion under center. Gives it to the deep man. Hoover. He's got room to the outside. Looking for a big block up the right sideline. 10-5. Touchdown, Seals. Grove Seals. Nice. That play was designed. It was a lead right. Fullback lead right. Uh, where the fullback supposed to lead through the, the guard tackle gap. Boom, bounced it outside, went for touchdown. Good run by Pete Cooper. That is a huge offensive play for the Seals. Confidence, Bill, you talk about that, Dave, that, you know, just to develop confidence, that, guys, we can do this. And, boy, what a big play that. Great field position to start at the smoking 49-yard line. And, boy, to put it in the end zone, a nice run by Hoover as he gets his third rushing touchdown of the season. Now here's the holding by Nick Rice on the first extra point try by Rule. Plenty of distance up, and it's good. Big extra point. That is that is important. Nick Rice did a great job there. I'll tell you what, that's a hard thing to hold a, to hold a, a, a snap for a, a, a PAT kick. He comes in, does the job, and you like how that developed. As Nick Rice, he confidently said, Coach, I can do this. I've been doing it a long time. Give me a chance. And, boy, he looked good on the first one. And the extra point, good. Seals Grove leading 7-0, a five-play drive, covering 49 yards. Took two minutes and 55 seconds. Finished with a Teague Hoover 35-yard touchdown run. Seals Grove leading 7-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. I can tell you, um, one of the things that jumped out at me that first series for our offense was that our offensive line was moving their defensive front, getting good movement. Their, their linebackers were making tackles, but not their defensive linemen. If we can pick up a linebacker here, we're going to pop every one because our defense, our offensive line came out and took charge that, that series. Kyle Rule now will kick this one away. After missing one a week ago, He's able to nail this one, give Seals Grove the lead here with 7.22 to go in the opening quarter, leading 7-0 over the Smokin' Indians. They didn't score in the first matchup, so putting points on the board here early. Big for the Seals Grove Seals. This kick is away. It's going to go away from Dell Ball and go out of bounds. So that's going to give Shemokin Indians good field position to start this drive, trailing 7-0. Again, 
Shemokin Indians coming in, averaging 30 points, 369 yards total offense, 187 through the air, 182 on the ground, 16 touchdowns on the season, 11 through the air, 5 on the ground. They have thrown six interceptions. First downs are averaging over 14 first downs on the season. They have fumbled the ball 20 times on the season, losing it 11 times. Again, scoring-wise, they put up 47 in the first quarter, 73 in the second quarter, 31 in the third, 28 in the fourth. So this Smoking Indian team has developed into quite an offense. Seals Grove defense will be tested. Sounds like they're getting real hot in the second quarter. So 7 nothing lead for the Sealens Grove Seals on the Teague Hoover 35-yard touchdown run. Nye under center, sending Frosch in motion. Go to straight up the middle as Max Matty gets away from Brandon Heil, who had him in the backfield. But Frosch is going to take it for a 9-yard pickup, take it to the 44-yard line, be stopped by the defensive back for the Seals. It'll be a second down and one. That was just a straight-ahead dive by Max Madden. He's a tough runner. He's kind of built low to the ground. He's a tough kid. I was told he's a wrestler as well, so you see that with that lower body. He was able to shake Brandon High on that one and pick up nine yards. Wrestlers make great football players. Second down and one for the Schmokin Indians, trailing 7 nothing with 6.45 to go in the first quarter. This is going to go to Weary and not going to get anywhere that time. Good tackle for loss coming through. Vance Metzger leading the way for that defensive tackle position, and it's going to be a third down and one for the Indians. At 6'4", 270, Vance makes an impression when he puts a lick on a running back, doesn't he? Everything ended there and real fast. Looking to do it again here as we're keeping an eye on big plays throughout the game as our candidates for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. See if they get a big Defensive play here on this third down and one for the Schmokin Indians, trailing 7 nothing. Coming up on six minutes to go in the first quarter. This is going to go to Madden. Hitting the backfield, but looking to show enough strength to get beyond the 45-yard line, get two yards when he needed one, and that's a first down for the Schmokin Indians. Their first first down of the night. Okay, let's stop so here, guys. We're so still on the, they're only on the 46-yard line. They're, they're in their own territory, so we're good. So now the Sealens Grove Seals defense. See Shemokin Indians pick up their first first down. The first time these two teams played, you look at what these teams were able to do, and Shemokin had 13 first downs in that first matchup. They get their first one of the night. Nye's going to throw. One-on-one matchup. Down the left sideline to Del Ball. Defended beautifully by Nate Allmitt. Del Ball got a hand on it, but really well done by your D-back, Nate Allmitt. Nate Ahmed did a great job there. That was a uh, that was a fade pass. The quarterback just took the snap, threw it up in the air, and let his receiver run under it. And boy, I'll tell you what, our our little cornerback just did a heck of a job. Ahmed, great job. It's a first real attempt on a long pass that time. Nate Ahmed got the win on that one. It's going to be a second down and 10 for Shemokin at their own 46-yard line. Nye's going to roll to his right. Look, it gets rid of it. Throws it behind his intended receiver, Weary. It falls incomplete. Seals Grove once again. Defended well. Heil out there. Right on it as well. But defended well will force a third down and 10 for the Indians. Yeah, that was just a little short pass. And, and our underneath coverage, our short coverage is outstanding. They've been good all year. And uh, no change there. They did a great job. They got to that. They got to that ball. He, he couldn't catch it. I mean, there were too many people. There was too much traffic. Seals giving up 90 yards per game through the air, 125 on the ground. They have 13.5 sacks, 54 tackles for loss in six games, five interceptions, five fumble recoveries. Nye, 
quick look. And he's going to get away from Schoen, but they're caught by defenders, and he's going to go down. He was trying to go with a quick hitch to his receiver up the right sideline, but defended well. And, boy, guys got in there, got to him, lost on the play of three, and it's or four. It's going to be a fourth down and a punting situation for the Indians. I'll tell you what, if you're running a hitch play and you don't have time to get it off, you've got a problem. Because I'll tell you what, because a hitch play is bang, bang, you get the ball off right now. And Nate Schoen was there in a heartbeat. It's going to force Nye to punt this one away. It'll be Hoover and Heil as they'll be inside their own 25-yard line. It's a short kick going off the side of his foot. It's going to bounce at the 35, and it's going to roll to about the 31-yard line as Seals Grove will take over again with great field position at the 31-yard line, leading 7-0 with 4.43 to go in the opening quarter. Dave, what have we seen so far? Uh, we've seen some pretty good football on the Seals Grove. I, I like what I see. Defense bent a little bit. They gave it first down, but didn't break. The offense is off to a great start. So uh, I'm pumped. This is going to – and the first quarter is only 4.43 left. This is a, a – a game that's just eating that clock up because there's so much going on on the ground. Too, so many runs. A Seals Grove is going to split one wide receiver to each side. I formation behind Bastion. They have it at their own 31-yard line. Bastion, turn, give it to Heil, the deep man. He's going to go off the left. And, boy, Ian Paul, beautiful tackle. As he got in there, and somebody that's usually making great tackles got tackled that time on a very textbook tackle by Ian Paul for Shemokin after Two-yard pickup, maybe one on that. It's going to be a second down and nine. Yeah, and if you bring Ryan Almond down, you've, you've achieved something. If you can get him off his feet, because he, he does not like to leave his feet. And he's a tough dude, man. So it'll be a second down and long. Very good second down and eight. Coming up on four minutes to go in the opening quarter with Seals Grove leading 7 nothing. Bastion under center. Take the snap. Give it to the fullback. Ryan Almond hit again hard right in the middle of that defense. Ian Paul and also Frosch making the stop. Want to give credit also to number 62 able to come through there, and that's Kitchen as he made the stop, and it's going to be a third down and long for the Seals. You know, I'll be honest with you, that wasn't a bad play. It wasn't wasn't poorly blocked, except that we did not get to a backer. That's the only thing we missed. Tonight. It was a trap play. You know, guard cross behind the center, tackles go to the linebackers. One of those tackles didn't quite get it done on the linebacker, but that that thing opened up. So be forced into a third down and seven. 3.29 to go in the opening quarter. Wide receivers to each side. Ryan Allman slide to the right side. It's going to be a keeper by Bastion. Trying to reverse his field. Still going. The 40. He's going to dive forward to the 44-yard line and pick up a huge first down for the Seals. That was a sweet run by Bastion. He tried to get outside to the left. It was, it was, kind, of, it was kind of jammed up there. He just uh, he cut back and it, it made a nice run. Bastion coming in tonight, 54 carries, 205 yards and a touchdown, 67 of them coming last week against the Central Mountain Wildcats. Ryan Almit, 29 carries, 180 yards and four touchdowns. Steve Hoover, 36 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns, but had another touchdown to his credit after his 35-yard touchdown run. That's the difference now, 7-0 lead for the Seals. Bastion deep man, this is Heil off the left, trying to bull his way to the 45-yard line. He's not going to get there. Back to the original line of scrimmage, so it'll be a second down and 10 for the Seals. Hyald unable to find any room off the left. I have a lead left, and yeah, it was just it just wasn't blocked well. So second down and 10, quick move in first quarter, 2.30 to go in the opening quarter. Seals leading 7-0, they scored on the opening drive. 35-yard touchdown run by junior tailback Teague Hoover, his third rushing touchdown of the season. 
He had had a touchdown run since the opening game against the Milton Black Panthers. Bastion takes the snap, fakes it to Heil, rolling to his right, under some pressure, getting it out to Ryan Allmitt, shakes the defender, got to get a first down, up the right sideline, got one man to beat at the 20, 15, 10, 5, knocked out of bounds inside the 5-yard line. Ryan Allmitt showing his massive ability to be able to shake off a tackle that would have been short of a first down. He took it down inside the 5, Seals Grove in business at the Shemoke, inside the Shemokin 5-yard line. That was a beautiful F burst. What that means is that uh, they dropped back to throw the ball to the fullback, ran a play action like he was going to run the ball. Instead, he just slipped right out through the line of scrimmage and out into the flat, and Amon caught a ball, and I think he broke two tackles on the way down there, and he got a, he picked up a big block from uh, number 41. Rothamal. Rothamal. Aaron Rothamal, absolutely. Rothamal Rothamal hit a good block downfield to spring him. And he sprung it for a 52-yard reception by your senior fullback as we're going to get a timeout before this snap gets going here. Again, we're looking for big plays, calling the Smoke at Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game throughout. But again, you talked about your tight end, Rothmull, making the block downfield. And I'll go back to holding my conversation with Mike Bowman in 2009, and he talked about the they really honed in on making blocks downfield. They don't necessarily have to be contact. You just run interference, getting in somebody's way. Now, Rothmull made some contact on that block. Yeah. He did a great job. And then what he did was he kept himself free of any penalties. But the big part of that, one thing, is your passing offense has been a struggle, no doubt about it. Nine yards last week, and that was it on one reception. Right. Coy Bastion already has some runs here. Brandon Heil, you got Teague Hoover, 35-yard touchdown run. Now you got a big pass to a little a little dump pass. Your big fullback makes a play. Boy, Seals Grove offense is on the move. And that's great confidence for your quarterback. So, yeah, I agree. That, that's good stuff. Seals are looking good. We're on the four-yard line. Man, I, I didn't know he went out before. I thought he was down at the one. So they put it at the four-yard line after the 52-yard catch and run by senior fullback Ryan Ahmet. Seals Grove looking to add to their 7 to nothing lead with 158 to go here in the first quarter. Shotgun formation for Bastion. Taking a snap. It's a keeper off the right side. Inside the two. Looks like the Markham just about, actually just outside the two, about the three. Looked like he was going to dive for it. They'll put it at the three-yard line. Second down, goal to go from the three for the Seals Grove Seals. He, that was a design quarterback run. I tell you what, he had to do a lot of work just to get a yard, didn't he? He, he got hit early on in that play, and Bastion just toughed it out and, and got another yard. I, I, I admire that effort. Good job by Bastion. Clock continues to move. Quick moving clock at 125 to go opening quarter. They're going to go with the I formation behind Bastion. Fullback is Ahmet. Give it to Ahmet. Off the left side. And boy, good strength there by Ian Paul up front. And also Frosh on the tackle for the Shemokin Indians. Your two linebackers right in the middle. And boy, they came up big on that stop there. It's going to be a third down goal to go. And they'll keep it right at the three-yard line. Little play action pass would be a terrific thing here. See, maybe they can find their tight end. We talked about Rothamall, try to get his first catch of the season, see if he can do it in a big way here nearing the end of the first quarter. We're under a minute to go. Third down, goal to go for the Sealens Grove Seals. Nate Almond split to the left. I formation again behind Bastion. Taking the snap, give it to Hoover. Off the left, trying to get that big punch into the end zone. Touchdown for the Sealens Grove Seals. Lead left, uh, led by Almond, carried by Hoover. Great job. Good job by the offensive line. They got the, they got moving right back into the end zone that time. A good push, and it looked like it needed to be a continuous effort. 
never given up with that offensive line. And Brandon Heil able to take it in for that three-yard touchdown run. Seals Grove adds another rushing touchdown to their credit here in the 2020 season. As Kyle Rule jogs out, Nick Rice will do the holding. Kevin Gearhart the snap, trying to push Seals Grove lead to 14-0. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, plenty of distance, and there's a flag on the play. So I have to check this one out to see what the call is. While they're talking about it, I can remind you it's a battle of the unbeatens. As the Steelers visit the Tennessee Titans Sunday, coverage on 100.9 the Valley and begins at 11 a.m. The kickoff is at 1 on 100.9 the Valley. So now they're saying offsides against the Schmokin Indians. So, Coach, what do you do? Keep the points on the board or do you move it closer and try to go for two? A lot of times coaches like to go for two when they get that Half a distance to the goal. Never take points off the board. So they're going to chit-chat here. Seolas Grove, this is huge. When they're only averaging 13.4 points on the season, you're at 13 right now, maybe pushing it to 14. Oh, okay. That was that was a dead ball. A dead ball foul. Okay, so there's no so option there. So they'll yep. kick it again. The play stopped before ever it got going on the offsides by the Smoking Indians. Snaps a little low. Nick Rice puts it down. The kick is up, and the kick is no good. So the the fall the offsides by Shemokin helps avoid them having to uh, fall behind 14 nothing. Now it's 13 nothing after the miss by Kyle Rule on the extra point, but doesn't take away from the impressive drive again. You had a pass to Nate Ahmed. You had a nice run at the beginning of this by Kyle, by Coy Bastian on the keeper, and you talked about how he was able to squeeze through a nice hole and a good run. Then he just threw out a nice simple pass to your senior fullback, and boy, he made the big play on there with the big block by Rothamel. Brian Ahmed is just too stubborn to go down, isn't he? He, yeah. he went down the, the sideline on our side here just taking people on, man. Just He didn't care. He was going. I'm, I'm sad he didn't get into the end zone, but we got it, so that's good. They got it inside the five and had a first down goal to go, able to work it in after it stopped on the first play, but they're able to take it in, get the score. They missed the extra point, though, so with 35, 33 seconds to go here in the first quarter, Seals Grove now leads 13 nothing. But again, missed extra points. You hope it doesn't come back to haunt you. Last week it almost did, but Seals Grove was able to come away with a 9-7 win over the Central Mountain Wildcats. Right now they lead 13-0 with 33 seconds to go here in the first quarter following the Brett Heil three-yard touchdown run for the Seals Grove Seals. This is a good kick. Deep man takes it at his own six. That's Del Ball. Up the right hash. Breaks it to the middle. And a Kissinger will take him down as number 10, Tristan, was in there to get to the return man on the first attempt there. Finished off by the Seals Grove Seals. But want to give credit to number 10, Tristan Crossan Jr. He's 5'9", 163 pounds, first guy to make the hit. That was an impressive hit by Tristan. That was a great job. So Schmokin takes over with just 26 seconds to go here in the opening quarter, trailing 13-0 to the Seals Grove Seals. Nye pops out of the huddle, takes his offense up on this first down and 10 play from their own 29-yard line. He's going to give it to the fullback, and he's going to be stopped. And a good job up front once again by that Seals Grove defensive line as Steve Miller got his helmet knocked off, and he's going to come off. He's trying to explain to the official, got... His helmet knocked off by the Schmokin Indian lineman, but 
Now Spencer George will have to come in and replace Miller for a moment. Yeah, if your helmet's off, you're out. Steve got he he got penetration in the backfield very quickly there. It was a good play by Steve. And yeah, he he was part of the tackle and his helmet came off and all that. That's the end of the first quarter. Sealers Grove get back-to-back touchdowns. They lead the Schmokin Indians 13-0. Flip sides of the field, come back, get the second quarter underway. This is Sealers Grove football presented by Sealers Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals, the other guys won't. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Camp Memorial. Eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien. Dave Hess. And Zach Showers. Zach just handed me first quarter number. Seals Grove 113 total yards. Smoking 14. Hoover. Teague Hoover has a 35-yard touchdown run. It was the first score of the night, so he has two carries for 37 yards. Bastion's one for one for 52 yards. Also has four carries for 17 yards in that first quarter. Seals Grove leading 13-0 to start the second quarter. Smokin has its second down play here. Corner about a second and 12. And this is going to be handed off to the deep man. This is going to be Ian Paul. He had a big run in the game, the first matchup for the Shemokin Indians. Gets a few there, not much. It's going to be a third down play here for the Shemokin Indians. Going to call it about a third down and eight. Just start the second quarter, 11.40 to go in the first half. I honestly thought I'd see Shemokin throwing the ball around a whole lot more, but uh, they're, they're not throwing a whole lot right now. They must know something we don't. Updated scores thanks to our buddy Sean Carey. Jersey Shore leading Central Mountain 7-3 to with 128 to go in the first quarter. Nye's going to roll to his left, squares up, gets rid of it, looking for a man in and out of his intended receiver's hands. Zakowski was the intended receiver. Nate Almond on the coverage there goes in and out of his hands. It's going to be a fourth down in a punting situation for the Indians. I tell you what, Shemokin's receivers are, they're, they're not catching the ball real well tonight so far. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that, because it looks to me like Shemokin's going to really have to lean on their pass game to get to get uh, that's this offense moving. After this punt, we'll give you some other updated scores, all part of our out-of-town scoreboard, brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Nye will punt this in a way, hasn't had good punts here so far tonight. Heil and Hoover waiting for the punt. Under some pressure, gets it away. Whatever better punt of the night will go to Heil at the 37. Makes a man miss at the 40. Falls forward beyond the 45. Dave, another good run back. Enough to give him a great field position outside of their own 45-yard line. Seals Grove will have it first down at 10. The market at the 47-yard line, leading 13-0 with great field position to start this offense. And you know what? We'll take a 7-yard return on a punt any day. That's an excellent return. To, number one, you got to catch the ball. You don't want the ball to bounce and roll 50 yards. And and number two, any anything positive. You catch the ball and you move upfield anywhere. It's a positive. That was a good return. We'll take seven. It took us out to the 47-yard line. Brandon Heil, return man there, filling in for Brett Ford. Not playing here tonight. So Brandon Heil doing a nice job to field it and get the ball to the 47-yard line. First down and 10 for the Seals. Bash and turn. Pitch it to Hoover, the deep man. Finds a crease. Picks up four yards on the carry that time, maybe two, sorry. 
Blue ahead of myself there as he takes it to the 49-yard line. So a pickup of two. It'll be second down and eight for the Seals. You know, as, as an offensive coordinator, at least when I was an offensive guy, um, you, you really want to get at least three yards per play. But we got that two that time. But you know what? I'll take that because we got movement, and our kids are down there, and they are duking it out, man. They are really getting after it on the line of scrimmage. I like what I'm seeing. And it's all power formations. It's all power eye right now. It's power eye to the left this time. Rumberger also in the backfield. Going to give it to Hoover again. Trying to bounce to the outside. Makes a man miss at the 49. We tackled at the 50. Maybe just inside of Shemokin territory, about the 49-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and six for the Seals Grove Seals with 10-15 to go in the first half. Seals Grove leading 13-0 over the Indians. This is a big third down for Seals Grove right now. If we can get this first down and take it down and score again, really pour it on here, we can put Shemokin in a real bad place. Shikalimi leading Milton 7-0. Lewisburg leading Loyal Suck 14-7. And Montgomery leading 14 to nothing. That's our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyo, bringing your out-of-town scoreboard. Keeper by Bastion again. Trying to use his athletic ability to get out to the edge. He's not going to be able to. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. So a putting situation as Seals Grove will try to pinch Moken deep in their own territory. Jogging out will be Catherman to punt this one away for the Seals Grove Seals. Catherman averaging 36.5 yards a punt. We'd like to see all of that on this one as Zakowski will drop back, standing inside of his own 15-yard line. Zakowski, a good return man, good athlete, waiting for the Catherman punt. Looking for a good snap from Gearhart. He does, gets it away. Good high kick going away from Zakowski. Going to bounce and take a favorable bounce for the Schmokin Indians. Going to be spotted down there by Steve Miller. Look, I'll put it at the 26-yard line, so it'll be a first down and 10 for Schmokin at their own 26-yard line. 9.34 to go in the opening half with Seals Grove leading 13-0. You're hearing all the Seals Grove action as you do every year here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com, your exclusive voice for Seals Grove football. And I can tell you what, uh, Seals Grove has done a good job of, of shoring up their, their punt protection because Shemokin's come after every one of our punts, and, and they're not they're not getting there. Splitting one wide receiver to the left. Nye under center. Taking a snap. Give it to the deep man. Straight up the middle. Lots of room this time for Madden. Trying to turn on the extra boost here. Being chased from behind by Nate Almond. Nate Almond's going to get to him and take him down at the 22-yard line. A fumble on the play. Did Nate Almond come away with it? Nate Almond took it right out of Max Madden's hands. But no call here. They're going to say it will stay to Shemokin. Nate almost, almost made an unbelievable play, but there's a penalty all the way back at the 30-yard line. It looks like it's going to go against the Shemokin Indians again. It doesn't feel right when this stuff happens to another team. It's always feeling good this stuff happens to, isn't it? But we know what it feels like. We know what it feels like. Especially after another long run. Another but long run. You talk about Teague Hoover on that opening play and a hustle play to get down and make a stop. Nate Almit gave everything he could, and questionable, uh, he might have stripped the ball away from him. He did strip the ball. It's whether or not he had possession in 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 bounds. That's the question. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, Super hustle by Nate Almond. I I really like the hustle we're seeing out of the whole team tonight. These guys are up, and their heads are in this thing, and I really like what we're seeing with this group. Are you saying it's a false start against... The Schmokin Indians to take away a long run by Max Madden. 
That play should have never happened. No, where were the whistles? I don't know. That's, yeah. That's strange. So a five-yard walk-off, first down and 15 for the Smoking Indians, back at their 21-yard line. Taking a snap is nigh. Two-step drop, looking for the slant, and almost intercepted by Teague Hoover. It was Del Ball, the intended receiver, and there was a collision at the 25-yard line, and Del Ball looking to the sideline. wonder if he's going to go off after that connection. He ran a, Hoover. He ran a real short slant play. Hoover was lined up about 10 yards off of him, deeper, and Hoove just laid him. He laid a lick on that kid. Yeah, he went right off the, went right off the field. So, Shemokin's obviously out of rhythm tonight with their pass game. I really think it's because our defense has him on edge. Second down and 15, 9.05 to go in the opening half. 13 nothing leading for Seals Grove. This is going to go Ian Paul. And he's going to fall short of the 25-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and 11 for the Shemokin Indians. And again, if you're just joining us, Brett Ford not playing tonight. So Connor Grove playing the left corner position. Holding is Nick Rice. And the punt return has been Brandon Heil. All those guys filling in. So it tells you the impact of Brett Ford and what he's capable of doing. But you got three guys having to fill in the role of what Brett Ford is able yeah, to do for the Seals. they probably could have gone to four if they wanted to, right? Because he does so much. You're right. He's a receiver as well, so not in air tonight. Nye takes the fumble snap. It's on the turf. There's a scramble. But it's going to bring up a fourth down and a punting situation for the Smoking Indians. And, Dave, you talked about rhythm. And, boy, what we saw on film from this Smoking Indian team the last couple of weeks, we're not here tonight, and we're not complaining. No. This, Seals Grove's defense is in Shemokin's head right now because they are not doing much right. They're dropping balls. They're not. They're not getting snaps. Receivers are, are missing balls that are right in their hands. So we're we're really in a good place right now defensively. This punt return ought to be interesting. So it's going to be a punting situation as Nye will drop back. Brandon Hyo and Teague Hoover standing at their own 45-yard line. Nye looking for a good punt here under some pressure and gets it away. He punts it high. But it's going to take a favorable bounce, a roll out of bounds at the 39-yard line. Sealers Grove again will take over with great field position at the Shemokin Indian. Where are they going to mark this? Maybe all the way up at the 40-38-yard line. Yep, they'll mark it at the 38-yard line. Sealers Grove in business, leading 13-0, trying to add to it here already in Shemokin territory. God, this is good stuff. Sealers Grove's looking good. The ball's bouncing our way tonight because that, uh, that punt came down and bounced directly back at the punter. Seals Grove leading 13 nothing, 7.41 to go in the opening quarter. Hey, if you haven't done it yet, go to our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107, all Seals Grove all the time. Like the page and keep updated on what's going on with the Seals. Updated scores throughout the game as well. Bastion, look at the pass. He's got a man deep, but the, didn't get a full run there that time. It looked like it was going to go to Brandon Heil, but a mix-up there as Bastion was looking to go deep over the middle but falls incomplete, and is there a flag on the play as well as the officials chit-chatting back here trying to find if there is a, yep, there is a flag on the play, laying right at the 42-yard line. See what the call is here as the officials have a chance to chit-chat. While they're doing that, the Nittany Lions are back on News Radio 1070 WKOK tomorrow at Indiana. Tailgate show starts at 2, kickoff 3.30 on WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. So a penalty against the Seals Grove Seals. 
Officials continue to chit-chat here. They have the ball sitting at the 39-yard line and still some conversation. Scoring recap, Teague Hoover got on the board first. 35-yard touchdown run with 7.22 to go in the first quarter. Extra point good. That completed a five-play drive covering 49 yards. Took two minutes and 55 seconds. Seals Grove led at that point 7-0. And then Seals got on the board again on a... Uh, Heil, three-yard run, 35 seconds to go in their first quarter. Three-play drive, covering four yards. Extra point, no good. Seals Grove led 13-0 at that point. That's where we stand. Design run again by Bastion. Tiptoeing in the backfield, but cleaned up well that time by the Shemokin Indians as he's only able to get to the 47-yard line back in Seals Grove territory. So it's going to bring up a second down and very long for the Seals. Bastion comes to the sideline, gets the call from the sideline, in no hurry, got 20 seconds on the play clock, seven minutes on the game clock. It's, a, it's second and about 25, Pat. They don't have it on the board, so it's, we had to count it out here. Well, they heard you, because now they just put it up and they took one yard out. Uh, so we'll take me. that. Yeah, we'll take Well, it. we'll cheat you when it's into our benefit. That's right. Second down and 24, Bastion under center. Long count, takes a snap, pitches to Heil, underneath the defender, reverses it field, looking for a block, but not going to get there. Adams will make the stop as he's able to get into Schmokin territory to the 49-yard line. But again, Dave, another one of those one block away, and Ohio might still be running. That was another, you're exactly right. One block away, and he is gone. And I'll tell you what, and, and the, the play prior to this, or a couple plays, no, last play, he was wide open for a catch, and he he got a little confused. But that was a touchdown if he would have caught that. But. And also you saw you say to coaches are going to put that in their back pocket and go to that one again. Your doggone right. They may have to hear. Third down and 21. Six minutes to go in the first half. 13-0 lead for the Seals. I formation behind Bastion. Blitz coming. Fumbled snap, and Bastion will go down. That's going to be Ian Paul. Timed it perfectly. Mix up between the exchange between center and quarterback. Lost on the play, and it's going to have to be a punt for the Seals as Catherine will look to pin the Smokin' Indians deeper in their territory as Zakowski will drop back and wait for the Catherman punt. And this is this be interesting. Shemokin is really coming after our punts, obviously, because of what they did last time against us. We'll see what they do. Looking for a good snap here. A lot of pressure the last time. Some more pressure coming. Catherine gets it away. Good punt going away from Zakowski. Gets a good roll inside the 10. Let it roll down to the 7-yard line. Nate Ahmed down there to spot it. And we had a punt much the same as we saw a year ago with Wyatt Metzger. Yeah, Wyatt Metzger. How about it? Wyatt Metzger had the nick niche to put the ball inside the five. And this awesome. isn't inside the five, but that's a great bounce by Catherman. And as he uh, is able to pin the Smokin' Indians deeper in their territory, but the officials are back here oh. chit-chatting again, and there's a flag sitting at the 41-yard line. And I like how they have a long conversation about these penalties. It gets me a chance to let you know that Mark Stevens will help you through the workday, finishing off the 107-minute superset, starting each hour with our seven-song superset. It's all part of your favorite classic rock. Through the workday on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Remind you, too, the winner of this game here tonight will host the opening round of the playoffs next week. Seals go right now leading 13-0 over the Smokin' Indians with 5.20 to go in the opening half. And Shemokin just got called for a hold on that last play, which is going to be halfway to the goal line. And of course, they're going to end up back. somewhere around the 10-yard line. Coming up at halftime, we'll have our spotlight player. Oh. 
We'll take a look at the first half and analysis of going into the second half. Score and recap. We'll also do our new segment. It's called Remember This Game. Also give you updated scores, part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard, and also the candidates for the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, plus our Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week. So the ball's back inside of the five-yard line at the four for the Schmokin Indians. Nye under center. Open backs behind him. Blitz coming by Ryan Almond. Going to give it to the deep man. Nope, goes to the fullback up the middle. Nothing there. Cam Fogarty leading the way in the middle of that Seals Grove defense. Also, Ryan Almond making the stop there. Miller's going to come to the sidelines now. Let's see if guy's going in for him. He's a two-way player. He needs a break. He's doing a great job out there. They did get one on the play there, so it's a second down and nine. Under five to go in the first half. Mokin's wing, they're using, they're, they're running this this wing T offense hard, but they're not getting any yards with a run game. Jack Hahn into the game for the Seals. Two-step drop by Nye. Look at deep down the left sideline, overthrows Del Ball, and Nate Dalmit and T. Hoover again. Great coverage on an explosive receiver in Del Ball, unable to make the connection, and it's a third down and nine for the Indians. And I can tell you our defense is definitely affecting Nye's uh, performance, the quarterback, because he just he just won that ball. It was way long. So. He's, uh, he's definitely being rushed and hurried, and he's gotten hit a few times, so that's a good thing. It's worth mentioning, 13 nothing lead. That's the same which Schmokin had against the Schmokin Indians and end up losing that game after leading 13 nothing. Right in the middle this time, that's going to go to Max Madden. Rumberger on the stop as he crosses the 9-yard line to the 10-yard line, well short of a first down, and it will be a punting situation for the Schmokin Indians. Say what, that was a solid tackle by Rumberger. I really like him. He's, he's really come along as a linebacker. And he really compliments what Seals Grove has from the linebacker position. And like you said, he does a nice job getting to the guy. You got to get a Max Madden around the legs and tackle him. He did that very aggressively, yeah. very physical tackle by sophomore Ryan he's, or Rumberger. He's only a sophomore. That's great. Nye will punt this little way. Heil Antique standing at the Schmokin 40-yard line. And that's where it's going to... It's actually going to bounce about the 35. T. Hoover takes it off the bounce, makes a man miss at the 40. Takes it out of bounds at the 32-yard line. So T. Hoover confidently comes up and takes it off the bounce and is able to give Seals Grove a couple yardage to set up great field position at the smoke at 32-yard line. Confident is win. <laughs> I have never seen a kid field a punt like that. Woo. He was against a Shemokin player when he decided that to play the cherry hop. The ball hit the ground, and he played the cherry hop up against a, a, a Shemokin player and ran the ball. Unreal. Most kids will get away from it. He did it like a baseball player, as he is. He's yeah. a member of the 2019 state championship state baseball team at Seals Grove. I formation behind Bash, and Seals Grove leading 13-0. This is going to be Teague Hoover getting the call. Gets away from a tackle, trying to dance himself back to the right. Gets a block. And it's going to be fortunate just to get it to the 35-yard line as he was going the wrong way. But he's got tackled at the 35. It's going to be a loss of about three on the play. It'll be a second down 13 for the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, he reversed field, and he lost a few yards there. Got to, got to admit, that was a, it was a heck of an effort by his uh, by on the part of, of Teague Hoover. Get away from that first guy who had him by the shirt. Yeah. Got away from him. And, again, a lot of times you see that reverse the field, and you end up being able to – Get a big one there, but good job by that Schmoke defense, state discipline, and able to take him down at the 35-yard line. Lost the three on the play, second down and 13. Three minutes, 10 seconds to go in the opening half. It's a 13-0 lead, I formation for Bastion. Turn, give it to, he. he's at a second level. He's going to take it to the 30. So he, 
and be able to get it back beyond the original line of scrimmage and more down to the 29-yard line. This makes it a much more manageable and maybe a thought of four-down territory now for the Seals Grove Seals. That's where I am. When you're inside the 30, which we are, I think, just inside the 30, it's four-down territory. And I'll tell you, that was a good run, a good, tough run by him. And he comes off just limping here. See, Heil checks into the game for the Seals Grove Seals on his third down and eight. Clock, play clock under 10, 2.20 on the game clock for the Seals Grove Seals. I formation behind, blitz coming, give it to the deep man, Heil. Run to the wall of purple shirts. Not much there, maybe a half yard, and that's going to be it. It's going to be a fourth down, and looks like Schmokin may take a timeout here with 2.09 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 14-0. Again, if you just join us, score and recap. T. Hoover got on the board first for the Seals. 35-yard touchdown run, 7.22 to go in the first quarter, completing a five-play drive. That was the opening drive for the Seals. 49 yards with 2.55. Took two minutes and 55 seconds. The extra point was good. Seals Grove led 7-0. And then Heil was able to get on the board a three-yard run. That was with 35 seconds to go in the first quarter, completing a three-play drive, covering four yards. And then... The extra point was no good, though, and ended up being a 13-0 lead for Seals Grove. That's where we stand, 13-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. 2.09 to go in the opening half. Next week, Seals Grove will take on Shemokin again. This game, winner loser, will host next week to open up the Quad A playoffs. District 4 Quad A game. Seals Grove would love to continue to keep the momentum here to get the home game next week against the Shemokin Indians. Schmokin on the season. They scored seven against Jersey Shore, 37 against Milton, 16 against the Seals, 20, I mean, 41 against Schick, 27 against Central Mountain, and 54 against Milton. Tonight, shut out to this point by the Seals Grove defense. That's Almick going in motion from right to left. Bastion takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. He's got some time. Still looking. He's got a man in the middle of the field. Going to get rid of it. Trying to throw it to Nate Almick. Well out of bounds. And it's going to fall incomplete. Turn the overall, ball over on downs. Give it back to the Smokin' Indians. Okay. Let's play good defense. It's two minutes and three seconds before the half, so we've got we've to shut them down right here. A three and out would be great for our defense, and our defense is playing well. Tough to ask Bastion that time, rolling to his left, trying to hit Nate Ahmet close to the sidelines, and for a second it looked like might have had Rothamo open in the middle of the field there, but, again, tough for your quarterback to be a right-handed quarterback rolling to the left. Yeah. Bowen out of bounds. Uh, Schmokin takes over first down and 10 from yep. their own 30-yard line. Schmokin trailing 13-0. Here comes Schoen. Going to be a screen pass. Some room. This is Frosch up the left side. He's going to be knocked down when he gets to the 40-yard line. Looks like it'll be enough for a Schmokin first down. So good call that time. Nice job that by Schmokin. Had two guys coming hard in on nine, but composed himself and found Frosch for the first down. And it was a good tackle by Almond at the end of that, but, uh, yeah, that was a well-run screen play. Again, for about 10 yards. Again, Schmokin coming in tonight, averaging 30 points, 369 total offense. Nye rolling to his left, gets rid of it, finds Dell ball. He's knocked out of bounds. Connor Grove there on the stop. He's going to get about six. It'll be a second down and four for the Shemokin Indians. It looks like Shemokin's in some sort of a two-minute offense here, and it, it, now it's time to start blitzing the heck out of your guys and put a lick on that quarterback. When he starts rolling out, blitz some outside backers, contain him. 
and put some licks on them with the inside backers. Two timeouts left for the Smokin' Indians should they need them here. 141 to go. Smokin' roll it to the right. Nye looking. Good defense back there. It's going to be hit by Rothaball. Goes down. Unreal by Rothaball. Unreal. Quarterback ran outside. Rothamal didn't know if he was going to throw the ball or run. Rothamal had a blocker in front of him. He kept the shoulders square. He played right down the line of scrimmage, shed the blocker, and put a good a good tackle on that quarterback. Unreal play by Rothamal. The explosion that once he got rid of that block and how he got to nigh, I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, that was beautiful football. He was in a hitting position. He was in a good hitting position, football position. He leveraged that. He leveraged the blocker. He was underneath the kid, hands inside. He did everything right. Shoulders were square to the line of scrimmage. And stick around at halftime. We have 132 to go here in the first half. Timeout taken here by the Indians. The Indians trailing 13-0. Of course, Schmokin would love to get on the board here late in the first half. Now, Seals Grove have given up late scores in ball games in the first half. So they're trying to well, not allow that to happen and give Schmokin any momentum here. But stick around. We'll have a spotlight player, give you a scoring update. We'll get a first-half scoring recap. We'll do a remember this game from game gone by. We'll give you updated again on the Shemokin Dam Health Center candidates all coming up at halftime. Timeout taken by Shemokin. Following the timeout, Nye in the shotgun. Rolling to his left. Being almost taken down by Rothamal. Nate Allman able to take Del Ball out of bounds after the catch. It's going to be a catch of about eight yards. It'll be a second down. Or fourth down and two for the Shemokin Indians. What do you do here, Dave? Fourth down and two for the Shemokin Indians. Wonder what Hynoski, as he sends Frosch out, looks like they may go for it here. I'd punt. I'd punt. I'd wait for the second half. You're down 13-0. Yeah. Seals Grove does great on fourth down defensively. See if they come up with the stop here. Your punter is also the quarterback. Will he punt this away? Nope, he's rolling to the left. Rumberger chasing him. As Nye's able to get rid of it, making a catch on the sideline, looking for the call there. An official says he's got it. He's now he's worked. he's hovering the 50-yard line. He went in and out of the 15 like he's zigzagging. in a, And they're going to put it right at midfield. Now it's a matter of it's a first-down pickup. Derek Hicks saying it's not. No, nah, that's, that's first down for the Seals Grove. Jim Heil saying, no, 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 that's short. Now let's see if they'll measure it here. We asked about that throughout the year. When do you measure when you don't? But this official is going to call for a measurement here. Wow, this becomes a Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. As Seals Grove can hold him here and get the ball back. Two timeouts with 1.22 to go here in the first half. This measurement is gigantic right now. As the chain gang will come out and check this one. This is either a first down for the Smokin' Indians at midfield or Seals Grove will take over on downs to have it first down and 10. So the officials are going to measure this one up. They'll first spot the chains down and then do the stretch here. The official takes it, stretches it out, and it's going to be short. Turn it over on down as the Seals Grove defense comes up big once again. Awesome. So they take her all down, Dave. We talk about candidates for the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Wow, you talk about a fourth down and one in the first half, down 13-0. Smoky goes for it. Seals Grove stops. And, boy, they could turn this into points. This, this is, yeah, and we still have uh, two timeouts left. Two timeouts. Kyle Rule. Kyle Rule definitely has the distance to get it from 40 yards in if they need that. Nate Almond splits to the left. Power I formation to the right this time. Officials are going to 
call a timeout here. Do some chit-chatting there. Sealing through again. Lost in the Shemokin the first time, 16 to nothing. And right now they lead 13-0. And Shemokin found themselves down 13-0 to the Chickalemi Braves. Came back and ended up winning that game. In that game, they came back and beat Chickalemi 41-20. Sealsgrove has to keep that in mind that Shemokin does have the ability to score points. They did it last week against the Milton Black Panthers. Especially in the second quarter, right? Yep. Bastion, five-step drop. Look at rolling to his left. Got some pressure. Going to get rid of it. Just throws it away. As he'll throw it away. Hynoski wants an intentional. They're looking for a flag. Grounding. They're not getting it. Yeah, and finally they throw it. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, you have to call that. Yeah, you do. So it's intentional grounding. And right now, do you just think about, hey, let's run the 116 off the clock? Because it's not a passing game that you've been able to rely on all year. And asking Bastion to roll to his left and try to make passes downfield. There was nobody open on that one and definitely nobody within 10 yards uh, of the line of scrimmage. I think it's a good time for a draw or a screen or something like that, but yeah, I, it, it worries you, you know, when you're third, up 13 nothing with a minute 16 and a half, you don't want to you don't want to do anything stupid. But well, uh, well, the biggest play of the game has been the little short pass to Ryan Allman and he broke a tackle and took it up the right sideline. I, I, I'd have no problem with getting the ball into Ryan Allman's hands. I would go back to that fullback burst anytime because he, he's a confident kid. He doesn't miss the ball. He catches it. And you talk about that fullback burst. Tell us what that is as people are listening. I, well, what you do is you set it up. You, you run stretch. And stretch is quarterback rolling outside, running outside, giving the ball to the, to the halfback outside. What comes off that is a fullback. Or excuse me, it was a fullback that you fake it to. What comes off that is F burst, where the fullback doesn't take the ball and he goes out for a short pass. And then you that's what that was. It was called F burst, or fullback burst, yeah. See if they do that here. Second down and 20. 1.16 to go here in the first half. Going to give it to the deep man. Ball hits the turf. Heil falls on top of it. Woo! That's it. I think that's a little bit of inexperience with this group and youth. A loss on the play there is then take it back to the Seals Grove 38-yard line after the ball hit the turf. Brandon Heil was able to fall on top of it. So now you're looking at a third down and 20-some, under 50 seconds before this play gets underway. Clock continues to run. Schmokin has one timeout. Seals Grove has two. See if they go back to something safe like you're talking about. A third down and 20. Seals Grove leading 13-0 as the first half clock is winding down. Five seconds on the play clock. Now they got to worry about whether they're going to get this playoff. Two, one, and they do. Give it to the deep man, Heil. Hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward. He'll get to the 38, 39-yard line. Timeout will be taken here. It'll be the final timeout taken by the Schmokin Indians. Seals Grove will drop back and punt this one away. Now you think about why, special teams-wise, Hinoski, are they going to load everybody up yeah, at the line of scrimmage and try to come for it? Seals Grove, they got to... Because they have two blocks in the first matchup between yep. these two teams, so I'm, there's, I'm sure there's thoughts about that. I, I, I'd be thinking that. I, I'd go after it if I were him. But on the other hand, maybe he's over there drawing up a great uh, return. Who knows? But uh, if history repeats itself, we'll see him go after the punt again. Because they've been doing it tonight. They've been doing it every time since so go punts. So they'll continue to chit-chat there. And we have a lot of young guys on that uh, punt team. They're, they're doing a great job blocking tonight. Checking out our Facebook page here as Ruth Rathfon says, good luck to the Seals. Appreciate her checking in. Heather Hackenberg, good luck, Seals. We appreciate that. Chris Stahl listening. Are they allowing people to attend the game? Well, a few, Chris. Not many, but definitely a few. But 
We're hoping that you're tuned in here as Seals Grove will punt this one away. Good snap. Kicks away. Good booming kick by Catherman. Driving the ball inside the 10. Sakowski takes it off the turf and tackled quickly down there. Is that Teague Hoover or Nate Ahmed? You pick, and it's usually one of the two. Yeah, right. It's one of those issues. Those guys are going 1,000 miles an hour every play. And Catherman just boosted his 36.5 yards per punt on that one. As you could hear the thump as his foot hit that ball and drove Zakowski back inside of the 15, and they were stopped. He was stopped right when they caught it at the 10-yard line. What makes that especially good, that was a heck of a punt, but he had pressure, big pressure, coming off the left side of the Shemokin defense. They had two guys right on him when he punted that. 51-yard punt by Catherman. Perfect timing for the Seals. High step to Nye. Gives it off to Frush. Runs away from a couple guys, and he's finally going to go down as T. Hoover will make the stop at the 18. And with no timeouts left for Schmokin, that'll be the final play of the first half. Both teams will head to the locker room, make their adjustments. Sealers Grove got off to a 13-0 lead at the end of the first quarter, and that's where we stand. Sealers Grove leading the Schmokin Indians 13-0 here from Kemp Memorial Stadium. We'll go to halftime. Got the spotlight player. Stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. We'll check in with Davis and Alice at that first half. And our segment of, do you remember this game? All that and more at halftime. The Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. You're invited to the first annual Aaron's Trunk or Treat on October 31st from 1 to 3 p.m. in the parking lot at 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove. It'll provide a fun, safe environment for parents or guardians to bring children in costumes to trick or treat and enjoy the fun of the holiday. When you arrive, be sure to sign up at the registration table for some great door prizes and up to $50 off a new agreement. Aaron's is offering six months same as cash and free setup and delivery. Visit Aaron's showroom the whole month of October for great clearance sales and new merchandise coming in weekly. Aaron's in Sealands Grove. We are easy, beautiful, and affordable. Stop by today. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the Heat & Glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks Heat & Glow products. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kent Memorial Stadium. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess, Zach Showers, and our producer, Anthony Fuza. 
as we see the Salesgrove leading at halftime 13-0 over the Shemokin Indians. This week's spotlight falls on Cody Showers. In 2017, as a senior, Cody Shower was listed at 5'10", 185-pound slot receiver and quarterback. I mention this because as a freshman, Cody was listed at 161 pounds, listed as a quarterback and defensive back. Cody had his eyes on becoming the next quarterback in the Seals Grove program. But Cody quickly realized that Logan Libby would be the quarterback and eventually record-setting quarterback in the Seals program. And to Cody's credit, he didn't get down, which allowed him to refocus his role in the football program from 2015 to 2017. Refocus he did, as he was part of one of the great lethal trio receivers. Cody teamed up with Jared Inch and Ricky Cope to become the main targets for Logan Libby's record-setting career. Some referred to Cody Showers as Libby's secret weapon, because in 2016, Showers was a backup quarterback at the beginning of the year, but after not catching a pass through the first five weeks of the season, Showers finished the season with 31 catches, 368 yards, and two touchdowns. Cody Showers had played a vital role in the Seals Grove in 2017 as a quarterback. He and Ben Swineford teamed up for the Seals' top pass defense. Showers finished the season with three interceptions. He also doubled as a punt returner for the Seals Grove Seals. In 2017, Cody Showers finished his senior season playing in 14 games, catching 24 passes for 459 yards and two touchdowns. Cody would average 19.1 yards per reception as a senior. He would also have three more interceptions to add to his career as a corner. By the way, his quarterback career numbers, 5 for 6, 129 yards, 2 touchdowns, and he also has the longest, one of the longest passes for a touchdown in Seals Grove program with a 77-yard. It ranks him among the longest in Seals Grove rich program history. This week's spotlight falls on Cody Showers. I had no idea. I knew Cody was a darn good football player, though. I watched him. He was real good. He just he was one another one of his program guys. He recognized what he needed to do, changed himself, and became a nice. He put a stamp on a legacy for Cody Showers as a receiver. He was not expected to do that coming in. And boy, one of the most lethal when you talk about Jared Inch, record-setting Jared Inch, and the speed of Ricky Cope. Oh, unreal. So again, this week's spotlight falls on Cody Showers. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 13 nothing here at Kent Memorial Stadium. Seals Grove goes into the locker room leading. Shutting out the Shemokin Indians. The making adjustments coming back out. They know that the Shemokin Indians do have an offense. They can put up some points. They have 54 unanswered points against the Milton Black Panthers a week ago. Let's take a break. Come back to Seals Grove Football. Presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hello, we're the Subsix, John and Tracy, owners of Carpet Man and Milton. For four years now, our family has been raising money to help fight breast cancer. We care so much because we know how hard the battle is. I'm a proud survivor of breast cancer, and that's why we're raising money for the Thyra Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital. For each and every flooring sale in October, Carpet Man will make a donation to the hospital. These are tough times, but Carpet Man is committed to make a difference. We hope to see you soon here at Carpet Man. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. 
We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Telefloris Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers, 901 North Market Street in Seawinds Grove. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kent Memorial Stadium in Eagle 107, Eagle107.com's coverage of the Sealands Grove Seals. We're at halftime. Sealands Grove leading 13-0 over the Shemokin Indians. Scoring recap looks like this. The Seals got on the board first on a Teague Hoover 35-yard touchdown run. That offensive line opened things up on that right-hand side. Teague Hoover took it down the sidelines for the score, completing a five-play drive, covering 49 yards, took two minutes and 55 seconds. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7-0. Then Seals Grove will get back-to-back touchdowns. Brandon Heil from three yards out with just 35 seconds to go in that first quarter. The extra point no good. Seals Grove led 13-0 at the end of the first quarter. And that would be all the scoring in the first half. Right now at halftime, Seals Grove leading 13-0 over the Shemokin Indians. Now we get the segment. Do you remember this game? This is September 20th, 2013 versus the Shemokin Indians. Seals Grove got on the board first. John Dake, who had a safety. He recovered the ball for a safety with 8.58 to go in the first quarter. Seals Grove led 2-0. And then his counterpart, Liesenfeld, Connor Liesenfeld, two-yard touchdown run, completed a 10-play drive, the extra point good, and Seals Grove led 9-0 at the end of the first quarter back in 2013. Liesenfeld would make it back-to-back touchdowns, four-yard touchdown run, completing an 11-play drive, the extra point good, Seals Grove up 16-0 in the second quarter. Schmokin would come back with an 85-yard kickoff return by Williams and to cut the lead to 16-6 after two-point conversion, no good by the Indians. But then Angelo Martin got on the board, 19-yard touchdown run with 6.36 to go in the first half, nine-play drive, extra point no good, but Seals Grove led that game 22-6. And then Zach Adams back in 2013 got in the scoring column, four-yard touchdown run with 3.37 to go in the first half. Seals Grove would lead 29-6 at halftime over the Shemokin Indians on September 20th, 2013. And then Joe Kahn got on the board, two-yard touchdown run, completing a five-play drive. The extra point good, Seals Grove in business, leading 36-6. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. And then Dylan Beaver got in the scoring column, eight-yard touchdown reception with 10-16 to go in the ball game. 73 yards recovered on the drive. Extra point no good, though. 42-6 lead for the Seals. And then Dempsko would get on the board for the Smokin' Indians on a 16-yard touchdown reception with just four minutes to go in the game. They cut the lead to 43-13, but Seals Grove would go on a win back September 20, 2013, over the Smokin' Indians, 42 
to 13. Isaiah Rapp would finish 13 for 21, 205 yards and two touchdowns. Angel Martin, 10 carries, 88 yards for a touchdown. Adams, 17 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. Liesenfeld, 10 carries, 58 yards and two touchdowns. Also, Zach Adams added eight catches for 149 yards. Again, Seals Grove would win that one and improve to 3-1 and one as they beat the Smoking Indians back September 20th, 2013. I'll tell you what, when you're talking about guys like John Deku and Connor Liesenfeld and all those guys, you're talking about some quality people, I'll tell you. And that, that's an impressive football game we played that night. To come away with that win, 42-13 to 13 over the Schmokin Indians back again, September 20th, 2013. 2013. Let's take a look at some of the scores here from Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Again, the Schmokin or excuse me, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading 7-3. That one is at halftime. That's given to us by our main man, Sean Carey, and it's part of our Aubrey Alexander Toya out-of-town scoreboard. We'll give some other updated scores going on around the valley. Here is 13-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals at halftime over the Smoking Indians. Like a pr- Let's take a break, come back. We'll talk about the candidates for the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Candidates also give you updated on our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week and also get the final analysis of that first half as we get ready to move to the second half from our coach here up in the booth, Dave Hess. All that as we continue. Seals Grove leading here at Kemp Memorial Stadium over the Smoking Indians. It's Seals Grove football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now open, our new Hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove. In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shock Law Office in Sealance Grove will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at shochlaw.com. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealance Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the Strip in Sealance Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealance Grove Seals. We are Eagle 107. Back here at halftime on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Take a look at stats here. First team number, Seals Grove leading 13-0 here at half. Four first downs to Schmokitz, two. In the rushing department, Seals Grove 67 yards rushing, Schmokitz just 17. Pass the department, Seals Grove got the better of that. 52 yards passing to just 34 for Shemokin. So total yards, 119 for the Seals Grove Seals to Shemokin's 51. Seals Grove penalties, just two for 26 yards. Shemokin has five penalties for 24 yards. But what you don't see in that is they had a penalty on the opening play that Shemokin 
that took the ball inside the five-yard line but brought the ball all the way back inside their own 20. So you count the numbers there. But Seals Grove got the better of with just two penalties in that first half. So, Dave, Seals Grove number 119 total yards in a time where their offense has been having difficult times. They're trying to get some balance, 67 on the ground, 52 through the air. 119 is an improvement. We'll take that. Uh, you know, as long as we have a, a, a productive second half, which means these guys got to have to just—they they, got to put the foot on the gas pedal and keep going, man. They can't let up on these guys. I'll I, I tell you what—I'm impressed with the offensive line right now because Shemokin's coming out in that six-two defense, which means that they have the offense, the line of scrimmage packed with players. They, they're just—they're defense defenders up there. And they are just crawling all over our offensive line, and our offensive line is doing a pretty good job. Usually, in a situation like that, you try to you try to break that defense up, get them off the line of scrimmage by throwing some passes. We haven't been able to do that. So, kudos to our offensive line. They have, I think, they've actually gotten better tonight in a, in a more difficult situation. So, I'm happy with it. Look at individual numbers: Nye six for eleven for thirty-four yards. His receiving core, Del Ball, with three catches. He leads the way in the rushing department. Madden five carries for fifteen yards. For the Seals Grove Seals, Bastion one for three for 52 yards. Ahmed had that catch for 52 yards. Hoover six carries, 42 yards. 35 of them come in on a touchdown run. Bastion seven carries for 15 yards. Heil seven carries for eight yards and a touchdown. And then Ryan Ahmed three carries for just two yards for the Seals Grove Seals. Now look at the candidates for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And, you know, that, that long run by... Ryan Allman setting that touchdown up. It was a big play for the Seals, and you get a, a sense of, like, just the, the air out of that defense for the Smoking Indians. And then also another candidate you have to talk about was the stop on fourth and one. Seals Grove was able to talk, take the ball out of the Smoking Hands late in that first half, not giving them any momentum. True. Very, very true. I, and... and Amit's run came at the perfect time because Shemokin was, they were starting to doubt themselves a little bit, and then Amit did that, man. It was a super run. So, yeah, those are two good choices. Again, Seals Grove leading here 13 nothing over the Shemokin Indians. Taking a look at some other scores as Chickalimi leads. They put up 27 on Milton, so they lead that one. 14 14 tie, Lewisburg Loyal Sock. That's at half. Jersey Shore in Central Mountain. Jersey Shore leads 7 3. That's also at half. Mifflinburg, who will take on Jersey Shore next week, they lead Hughesville 22 nothing. Midwest down on Bloomsburg 21 2. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Again, Bloom getting all getting on uh, Midwest at halftime 21 2. Those are all those scores. Brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toya, bringing you our out-of-town scoreboard. So, Dave, second half, getting ready to come here. Seals Grove will get the ball, leading 13-0. What do you expect to see as we move into the second half? Uh, first of all, I'd, I'd love to see our offense throw the ball a little bit more. But on the other hand, if we can just keep keep running the ball and, and just pass when we have to, I think that's okay, too. But on the other hand, defense is playing well, and we've obviously cleaned up our special teams problem we had last time. But we've got to continue. We've got to get offense has to be productive, defense has to play well, special teams have to play well. The kick is away. It's a swift kick, and there's going to be a flag on the play coming right at the 40 where the kick was away. It would tell me it would be offsides against the Schmokin Indians, which would force them back. They finished the first half with five penalties. And if this goes against Shemokin, it's going to be, yes, it is. Now, where is the head referee? Oh, he's all the way back here, so they're not going to ask him to run all the way up here and call no. a false start. No, he doesn't want that's, that. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. I mean, yeah. that, that's 60 yards. I don't think he's getting paid enough. I don't want that either. I mean, I'm not playing on being here all night. I'd walk it. 
I just I, I don't think I've ever caught that before. I, he, <laughs> so you had one of the other officials give the call, usually yep. looking for the white hat. Now this is these guys are slow. The, right. This officiating crew is slow. They're methodical, but uh, only two penalties against us, so we like them. I like them. Yep, they're I like they're em. our best friends, basically. Right now, everything's going our way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know them, but they're my we best like friend. Em. Yeah, I'll invite them over Thanksgiving. That could change in our okay. you know <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I tell them to not come now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the kick is away. Goes away from Nate Aubin. It's going to bounce out of bounds. And Sealers Grove once again. And this has not been a problem all year long. Sealers Grove's got great field position. We go back to the Central Mountain game where they lost 7-3. to And their starting position was positive 48-yard line. That's right. So Seals Grove once again will get great field position to start the second half as the kickoff sails out of bounds. 35-yard line. We'll take it. So Corey Bastian will bring the offense out. As the officials target, they're going to ask him to kick it again. Oh, Remember, they already, this is back-to-back penalties. Well, so our official, this guy's going to get a, an arm workout. He's he's giving a false start for the second time. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably the first time he's ever had to do two false starts in one game. This is not an energetic-looking energetic group, <laughs> right. is it? Well, Thanksgiving, I, 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 we don't need energy. Just lay around watching football. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you guys are Eat welcome. Get turkey and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, come over. Oh, my gosh. Our listeners are like, what are they talking about? I don't know. Uh, yeah, this they is a, a slow group. So we're going to get this one. It's going to be a kickoff again. They're going to ask the Schmokin to kick it away. Who would be Deal would be kicking it away. Went out of bounds last time. Seals Grove obviously hoping this one sails out of bounds. It will give them great field position. Dropping back are, he, are Nate Almit and Hoover, and they're standing outside their own 20-yard line waiting for this kick. And he booms it. It's going to drive Nate Almit back to the 14-yard line. Up the right hash, looking to get to the edge. Makes a man miss at the 32-yard line, and then he slammed to the turf at the 35-yard line, and now we're going to have a late flag come uh, in. I missed that. I didn't see what happened. But Well, 67 and 60 were on a block there, and did they not stop on the whistle there? Now the officials would have to talk again. Three penalties, and we have not had an offensive play yet in the second half. That's crazy. Well, they chit-chat about it, Dave. It's a battle of unbeatens in the NFL. Steelers visit Tennessee Sunday. Coverage on 100.9. The Valley begins at 11 a.m. Kickoff at 1, and that's on 100.9. The Valley, all part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Programming. And this is a personal foul. It's gonna, so all the things that we were just looking for, you thought it was going to be good field position at the 35-yard line, and then they took him back, hoping to get field position. A good kickoff that time by... Deal for Shemokin, and then we get a personal foul. So now the ball sits at the 20-yard line like none of that just happened. First well, down and 10 for the Seals. That, the, I'm sorry. I didn't bring it. No, that's the fine. The thing about that personal foul, though, is it had nothing to do with the play. It was nowhere near the ball. It was just unnecessary. So it pushes Seals Grove back to their own 20 now. First down at 10, just starting the second half. Seals Grove leading 13-0. It's going to go to Hoover. Bounce it off some tackles, and then just a swarm of Shemokin Indian defenders takes them down. It's going to be a loss on the play. See he checking into the game here? First time I've seen him come in doesn't mean it's the first time. It's Burkowski, the senior, 5'8", 219 pounds. He's going to come in for Miller, who checks out of the game. Now we got a flag on the play. Dave, is this the fourth penalty we've had? We've run one offensive play. We had, Yeah, right. And that Two on a kickoff, three on a kickoff, basically. And now we get a one here after the first offensive play. And Hynoski wants an explanation. We'll see what we get here. And... I, I appreciate explanation too. This is between plays and. Well, I appreciate that the officials taking so long. Gives me a chance to let you know that, as the afternoons get here, join Lynn Hall for the last few hours of the workday. 
We'll crank up the rock and roll with a 5 o'clock attitude adjustment. No slow stuff, <laughs> at least on the radio, <laughs> allowed for your drive home. Then on Friday, she kicks off the Black Party Weekend at 3 on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. I'll be there. Now they're picking up the flag. They're picking it up. When Ryan Brandt and I used to, we did the games for years, you know, covering your Seals Grove Seals, started back in 2009. yeah. yeah. And nothing perplexes us more when officials make calls, they walk around, chit-chat, and talk, and then they pick up the flag. Then they pick up the flag. So yeah. was there just, did, did that play just not happen? Right. Why did they throw it in the first place? And we don't get an explanation up here, unfortunately, so we can't tell you yeah. exactly what that was just all about. But a loss on the play of two, it'll be a second down. We'll call it 11, though, with 11.32 in a third period. No flow so far to this second half for either team. It's been dominated by the officials. This pitch is going to go to Hoover. Reverses his field, bounces off a... Defender to get to the 19-yard line and hit hard. Hoover hit hard that time by Miller. And it's going to go down there, and it's going to be right back about the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard pickup, and that's it. It's going to be a third down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals offense. This is difficult because Shemokin is playing only run right now. They have everybody within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and they are just unloading on the run game. This is It's kind of unfair to expect your offensive line to perform well in this situation. We've got to be able to throw the ball here. Now, Bastion only 37 receptions on the season. He has one tonight. He has thrown to nine different players on the season. Mm-hmm. We'll look for a big throw here. Third down and 10. Nope, going to give it to the lone back in the backfield. Hoover, and he's going to go down. And just as you talked about, they're all up there. Yeah. They're saying, you try. You, yeah. you try to throw. Evidently, their, their, their halftime adjustment was to crowd the line of scrimmage even more than they were in the first half. And, and it worked. We went three and out there. As Seals Grove finished that first half with 67 yards rushing, 50 through, 52 through the air on one pass, and that was to Ryan Ahmed. So like you said, they're going to load up that line of scrimmage. Sikowski will drop back, waiting for the Catherman punt. His last punt went 51 yards. They're coming. Catherman's going to get it away. Another nice. good punt. Sikowski's going to come up at the 40. Makes a catch, makes a man miss at the 40, and then blown up at the 48-yard line. That's Brandon Heil and also Nate Ahmed, Kevin Gearhart down on the plate too. So good coverage, but Chamoka will have great field position at their own 48-yard line, trailing 13-0 to the Seals with 10 minutes to go here in the third. This is a scary start to the second half. You know, they kick off to us. We get the ball deep in our own territory. We go three and out. This is rough, man. It's time for the Seals to step up defensively. You start talking about changing the, the, the field position right now. Yeah. It's all in favor of the Schmokin Indians as they have it at their own 48-yard line. One wide receiver split to the left. Deep man, Madding gets it. Goes straight up the middle. It's going to get to midfield. Stop there. Rothamall, Rumberger, also the guys up front, Vance Metzger, Nate Schoen, and also our buddy, Cam Fogarty, on the stop. They got about two yards, and our defense was all over it. Good job by our defense. Yep, second down and eight as they put the ball right at midfield for the Schmokin Indians. Jack Cohen playing linebacker here on the left side, filling in for Kissinger. Again, Brett Ford not playing here tonight, so playing the left corner position is Connor Grove, and they have not tested him so far, have the Schmokin Indians. Frosch goes in motion from left to right. Some confusion, but he finally settles in. Blitz coming by Ryan Almy, steps out of it. Now he's coming, times it got to come through. Frosch hit in the backfield. And he's going to be stopped. Rumberger tackle for loss of a half yard. And Dave, you, you could describe that better than anybody, how he got there and made that stop. He, he attacked the line of scrimmage. It was super. First of all, the defensive line opened it up for him because they took the line of scrimmage back and he played downhill and made a solid tackle. And I'll tell you what, for a sophomore, he is outstanding. 
Got in, got in there quickly. Vance Metzer comes out. Spencer George will check in to play that right tackle position. And you love the fact that they're able to, from a personnel standpoint, make these substitution and keep these guys fresh. If you look at Shemokin, they're running all wing key stuff now. It's all old-fashioned run game. Nye under center, rolling to his left, being chased, going to get rid of it. He's got a man out there making a catch, knocked off his feet by Nate Ahmed. Looks like it's going to be enough for a first down after getting the pickup to the 41-yard line, but, boy, just barely as Nate Ahmed came up and was able to upend the receiver after the catch, but it will be enough for a first down for the Smoking Indians. That was a smart pattern by the Smoking receiver. He ran right to the yard line, one yard ahead of the first down marker, and took the ball there. That was a good pattern. Now, Smoking just two first downs in that first half. They get a big first down there. They have it in Seals Grove territory at the 42-yard line. Got to go to the fullback, and he's able to bull his way to the 40, maybe the 39-yard line, so a pickup about three that time, second down, and seven, a long seven. Let's make it eight to be exact because the ball's sitting right at the 40-yard line. It's a smoking Indians trailing 13-0 with 8.05 to go here in the third period. Smoking looks a little more inspired now than they have in the first half. They're, they're coming off the ball. They're really getting after us now, but defense is holding up. Got to look for the deep pass here as they've been running a lot right between the tackles. Nye under center. Sends a man in motion. Going to give it to him. That's Frosch. He slips and falls. As he tried to cut up under Rothamall, falls to the turf at the 41-yard. Going to be a loss on the play. and So this could be forced into a third down. We're going to call it a long eight for the Smoking Indians trying to keep this drive alive. That was they tried to run that little inside reverse that they had a lot of success with us the last time on. And, and our outside backers and inside backers and our defensive line are doing a good job against that. Looking for a big play here from the Sealens Grove defense on this third down play here. Keep it on where Del Ball and Zakowski go. They're going to split here to the right. Actually, they're going to stay tight in the formation. Zakowski lines up almost a wingback position. As Nye's going to roll to the right. Throws it to Zakowski. He makes the catch. He's going to be upended by Nate Allman, short of a first down. So it's going to be a fourth down as he gets inside the 35. He's after he's able to pick up about five yards, but it is going to be a fourth down play here for the Smoking Indians. That was one important three and out, I'll tell you. Because, uh, you know, to start that second half, we did a three and out. And we're way down in our own territory now. That was great. And they're going to go for it here, Dave. They're going to have four down Uh-oh. territory here. It's going to be a fourth down, calling it two, 640 to go to third. Seals Grove leading 13 nothing. Looking for a huge defensive stop on fourth down again. Seals Grove did it at the end of the first half. Looking to do it again here. Nye under center. Long count. Sends Paul in motion. Takes a snap. Rolling to his left. Got some time. Still going. Gets rid of it, and it's going to be in and out of intended receiver's hands. Almost intercepted by Ahmed, but it's going to be another fourth down stop and turnover on downs by the Seals defense. Awesome defense, Seals. Great job, guys. Super. Another great job by Ahmed, uh, the cornerback Ahmed. Great job. It looked like Nye was rolling to his left, getting close to that line of scrimmage. That he was. He's going to be over it, but... Uh, Great defense. Again, those cornerbacks playing well. Connor Grove, again, filling in to go along with Teague Hoover and Nate Allman. They've played well in that defensive backfield as Nye has nowhere to go on that. Turnover on down. Seals Grove takes over. First down and 10 from their own 34-yard line, leading 13-0. I formation behind Bastion. Two wide receivers split to the left. Deep man. This is going to go to... Heil, he's going to fall forward beyond the 35-yard line. He's going to pick up about three yards there. That'll be at a second down and seven 
for the Seals Grove Seals. A good thing the clock continues to run. Quick move in third period. Six minutes to go in the third. Seals Grove leading 13-0. They're going to call a two-yard pickup. Let's say it's a second down and eight. Just joining us, Teague Hoover had the first touchdown in the first quarter from 35 yards out. And then Heil had the second. The first extra point was no good. Second one was good. Seals Grove leading 13-0 at this point after the two first quarter touchdowns. High formation behind Bastion. Takes a snap. Give it to the deep man again. Tiptoes beyond a defender. He's going to take it up to the 38-yard line and set up a third down and medium for the Seals Grove Seals. Clock continues to run. Last two plays, Shemokin did not have a defender more than three yards off the off the line of scrimmage. If all 11 guys are right on the line of scrimmage, or very close to the line of scrimmage. They are playing run all the way here. So See our five defensive linemen and our tight end are really blocking about uh, ten and a half guys. See if they stay with that here, and they do, as Del Ball will be the deep guy, and he's standing three yards from the line of scrimmage. Yep. They have no safety in it at all. Blitz None. coming by Frosch. Rolling to the right is Bastion. Gets rid of it, caught by Ahmed, and he's not going to get there. Good play that time. Ian Paul came up and made the stop, and that's a big stop by the Schmogan defense as Brian Ahmed had to do everything he could just to come away with the catch. But it's going to be short of a first down, a punting situation for the Seals. Once again, uh, that was a, a bit of a roll pass to the right, but uh, we blocked everybody except one. One guy got through and pressured the quarterback, which it was, wasn't was a real, it was kind of a tough tough ball to catch for Ahmed. But he did a good job getting it. Ahmed's a bit frustrated. Ball was behind him some as Catherman will kick this one away. Another good punt by Catherman. Goes to Kowski at the 22. Between the halves, reverses the field to the left, runs away from a defender, and finally finished off. Short of the 35-yard line, about the 34-yard line. Schmokin will take over there, first down to 10 from their own 34-yard line, but Almy came to the sideline as the senior just talking to his coaching staff about trying to get the ball out in front of him. Some He felt if he got the ball out in front of him, it could have been turned into a big play. A bit frustrating, but he'll talk it out, get himself regrouped, go back and play at middle linebacker position. Ryan Ahmed's a winner, man. He's, his head's in it, and he's thinking. First down and 10 for Shemokin. 4.09 to go in the third. Seals Grove leading 13-0. Give it to Frosch off the left. He's going to have a good yardage as he gets beyond the 35-yard line out to the 39-yard line. So pick up a seven. So it'll be a second down and three. Under four minutes to go here in the third. See, Nick Young's going to check into the game for the Seals Grove Seals. Coming up is off is Cam Fogarty. Cam Nick lost Young, his helmet. And he's going to have to quickly get in there and play that nose guard position. Second down play here for Shemokin. Handoff. This is going to go to Madden. He'll have enough for a first down. Still going. Break away from tackle. He tried to run away from the last guy. He's not going to be caught. 10-5. Touchdown for the Shemokin Indians. Tough one. Tough one. That was a second effort run by Madden. He, uh, he was actually wrapped up in the line of scrimmage here and broke a couple of tackles. Went the distance. And you knew Schmokin had that ability. They had put up points on the season. They do it there on a big, long, explosive play by the Schmokin offense. Put points on the board for the first time tonight for the Schmokin Indians. Ososki will attempt the extra point here to try to cut into the Seals Grove lead off the Paul Hold. Long touchdown run that time by Madden, leading carrier for the Schmokin Indians throughout the season. This one's up and good. So you see, you feel that momentum, Dave. 
and it goes from Oaken Way up to that long touchdown run by Max Madden, and it comes with 3.27 to go here in the third period. Cutting that lead in half. Seals Grove still leads 13-7 over the Schmokin Indians. This is where I worry about that missed extra point coming back to haunt us. This is... Uh... It's a big, uh, big situation for Zilliger right now. We've got to get this momentum back. That, that was, that in my mind, that was sudden change. A long run for a touchdown. We've got to get it back now. We've got to take this game over again. Talk about it all the time. Answering the opponent's score. Can Seals Grove do it here? It's been a strange third period, mixed up with a lot of penalties, some confusion on both ends. But right now, Shemokin feeling. The momentum switched their side after the long 61-yard touchdown run with 3.27 to go here in the third period. Extra point good. And the Shemokin Indians now trail 13-7. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. This is going to go to Teague Hoover at the 15, the 20. Trying to get up the right sideline to 25, beyond the 25, out to the 29-yard line. Seals Grove will take over first down into 10 from their own 29-yard line. Mauer checking into the game. See him coming on the field from a offensive line standpoint for the Seals Grove Seals. They lead 13 to seven over the Smokin Indians following that touchdown run by Madden. Looking at the Smokin bench, you can see that they are really pumped up right now. That the coaches are over there jumping up and down, hollering the players. It's time for Seals Grove. Seals Grove has to step up right now. They got to take that back, cross lines, and move the chains, as you always say, Coach S. I formation behind Bastion. Drops back, going to look to throw it. Try to throw it to his tight end. Difficult catch by Rothamol, defended well by Delbal. Falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10. You know what? That's going to that's gonna make them back off the line of scrimmage a little bit now. We throw the ball. I like it. Throw the ball. Successful or not successful, now they got to play somebody deep. Trying to keep it honest here. You look at the scoring throughout the season for Seals Grove, 34 points in the third period while Shemokin's given up 33 points in the third period, so something's going to have to give here for third-quarter scoring or third-quarter defense. Seals Grove, again, have scored 34 points in the third quarter alone. Shemokin has given up 33 points in the third quarter. Second down and 10 for the Seals. High formation. Deep man gets the call. This is going to go to Hoover, and he's going to be slammed to the turf after he crosses the 35-yard line out to the 37-yard line. A quick first that time from your junior tailback. Miller on the stop for the Shemokin Indians, but this is much more manageable third down play here for the Seals. This is a big play. Third and two. This is a huge play. We have the ball on our own 37-yard uh, line. We've got to get first downs here, guys. Got to move this ball out of our territory. Looking for candidates for the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. That long run by Madden, definitely a candidate. And now Seals Grove trying to get one on this third down play here with 2.35 to go in the third period. Blitz coming. Bastion turns. Gives it to the deep man. Try to stretch it to the sticks. Can he get there? Now it's all a matter of a spot, Dave. No exact science on this. This is officials running out and see if they can spot it down and see if it's a first down pickup or not. Smoking saying it is not. Officials are taking a peek here. They got to measure that. I don't know. The head official not even walking up to check it out. You have two other officials standing over the ball. Oh, now here he comes. There he comes. Finally got there. I might cancel the plans for Thanksgiving if he doesn't get a little pep in his step. Well, the clock is running. Oh, no, it stopped. I'm sorry. Yeah, you better cancel those plans, Pat. <laughs> Fourth down and one. Are they going to go for it here, Dave, with, or try to get them to jump off sides? 150 to go. Now it's a timeout. timeout. 
They're going to reset the play clock. It had gone to five seconds, so definitely have to reset that to 25 seconds. I feel clock like is running with 150. Less than the yard. We're going to have uh, hard count here, hopefully. Oh, no, uh, we jumped. ourselves. We jumped off sides. Anoski celebrating on the far side with his coaching staff. Oh, they're pumped up. So now he got to punt this one away. He's trying to keep it and ride this momentum here after the Max Matting touchdown run of 61 yards. It cut into the Seals Grove lead. Seals Grove hasn't scored since the end of the first quarter. They do lead 13-7 to over the Smoking Indians, but now you got to be able to overcome this momentum switch that has gone in the Smoking favor. Got to get first downs, guys. Katherman will punt this one away. Heavy pressure again. End over end kick. It's going to bounce outside the 30. Take a good roll. So Kelsey's going to come up and take it. Makes a man miss, and he's upended. Is that Brandon Heil making the stop? It is right at the 26-yard line. Now you can ask for big things from the Seals Grove defense as Nate Schoen and Vance Metzger make their way out on the field. Big senior defenders for the Seals Grove Seals. We got a pretty good punt there. That was great. That, that needed to happen. We're, uh, Shemokin's down where? About the 26-yard line? Yeah, they'll so. put it at the 26-yard line. Heck of a punt. Good punt by Catherman. Left-footed punter able to get it away. That that really helped us. That, that, that shifted the field position in a big way here. As Nye's going to give it to Madden again. The last time he touched, he went 67 yards. Not going to do it that time. Hitting the backfield first back there was Ryan Ahmed, but then finished off by Rumberger. A pickup of nothing on that second down and 10 for the Smoking Indians. One of the things that was hard to see on that was Nate Schoen did a good job. He Nate um, attacked through the line of scrimmage. He actually popped it. He popped it wide, and our guys were able to run to it. That was a good job by Nate. Second down and 10, under a minute to go in the third. 13-7 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Nye under center. Blitz coming by Rothamall off the left side. Going to give it to the man going in motion. Nothing there. Down quickly, maybe a yard. And that's going to be it. Cam Fogarty complaining of being held. He still was involved in the stop there that time for the Seals. I like Cam's attitude. He's, he's trying to get anything he can get. Good for him. He's a scrapper. Got updated score, part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Sean Carey sends me the Jersey Shore behind for the first time in the second half. They trail Cent- Central Mountain 9-7 to with 3.39 to go in the third. Holy cow. They only had seven points in the second half against the Chickalimmy Braves a week ago. Right now they have seven as, as well in the second half. Are they playing their number ones? They seem to when you look at the box scores. It's a mix-up here. Personnel all over the place. Zikowski wasn't in a set position. Bunch of other guys. So they snapped the ball, and this is going to be a penalty, and it's going to be a false start against the Schmokin Indians. Yeah, I don't think they ever even got set. The official hasn't given us the call yet. Now he did. There you there go. There he goes. Thanks, buddy. He has a hard time twiddling our hands like that. They had five penalties in the first half, did Shemokin. They got a penalty there, walked the ball back. Seals drove defense, trying to gain some of the momentum back. This defense has done it all year long. They're going to set it. This play's not going to get off. That'll be the end of the third quarter. But Seals Grove leading 13-7. to The clock's over. 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero, zero, zero. There we go. <laughs> We're having fun. This is fun. Oh, my goodness. So that's the end of the third period. Seals Grove leading 13-7. to over the Smoking Indians, the only score in the second half so far by the Smoking Indians. Let's flip sides of the field. Big third down play here for the Seals Grove defense. Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. 
It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kent Memorial Stadium. Moving into the fourth quarter, Seals Grove leading 13-7. Shimokin will have it third down and 15 from their own 21-yard line. Seals Grove trying to come up with a big stop here. Shimokin had gained all the momentum on the lone touchdown in the second half so far on a Max Madden 61-yard touchdown run to cut into the Seals Grove lead. Seals Grove leads, though, 13-7. Again, want to update you, Jersey Shore trailing the Central Mountain Wildcats 9-7 late in the third quarter as a part of our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Zakowski will split to the left. Eye formation behind Nye. Third down play here. Nate Almit will defend Zakowski. This is going to go to Dell Ball. Nothing there. He went on the end around, stopped, and it's going to be a punting situation for the Shimokin Indians, the Seals Grove will try to get great field position to start the fourth quarter. I would love to have Brent Four back right now to return this so that we could put Brandon Heil up to go after the punt. Good point. As he's been able to do that this year with the block punts. Yeah. Jersey Shore has taken the lead and now lead Central Mountain 14 to 9. Mifflinburg will take on Jersey Shore next week. Seals Grove will take on Shimokin. Winner of this game tonight will host next week. Nye gets it away. Short kick. Coming up and taking it at midfield is Brandon Hiles. He's got room. He'll be taken down as he crosses lines. Gets inside the 40 at the 38-yard line again, Dave. Not to be the dead horse, but great field position for the Seals Grove Seals. Excellent field position. And, and Brandon did a great job. Number one, he caught the punt. That's the, the biggest thing. And number two, he got about seven or eight yards straight up the field. Great job by Brandon. Again, Seals Grove came in tonight averaging 13.4 points per game and giving up 11.5 points per game. As for the Smoking Indians, averaging 30, giving up 20. So definitely a game Seals Grove's been used to all season long with these tight games. High formation behind Bastion. Give it to Heil underneath the defender. In the second level, there's going to be a flag on the play as Heil had taken it close to the 25-yard line. It would have been a first-down pickup, but we think this one's coming back, and it's going to be a holding call, apparently, against the Seals Grove Seals. That's too bad. Nate Almond had a great block to, to break Heil there. He, he kicked out on the, uh, the the outside backer for Shemokin, and Heil right up inside his, his kick-out block, but somebody in Somebody inside of all that had to be holding because the official was looking down inside. It's Sunday morning from 8 to 11 on Eagle 107. Catch the Acoustic Storm. The show delivers acoustic and unplugged versions of well-known songs, a classic rock, classic hit, radio stations. Sunday morning from 8 to 11 on Eagle 107. I've never seen that. The official standing... I was like, did you see that? No, I missed it. What happened? Well, the official standing at the 33-yard line with his foot where the ball was to start asked the smoking kid to toss him the ball no. so he could walk it off. you got to be kidding The smoking kid picked up the ball and tossed it to I the official never... to help him out to walk off this penalty against the smoking Indians. That's new. I've never seen that. He's a slow mover, that white hat. 
So it's a first down pickup, or it's a first down following the play, the call there as the Seals Grove Seals pop out of the huddle at the 24-yard line in Schmokin territory. Give it to the deep man, Brandon Heil. He's going to run off to the left. He's going to be hit by Adams and also stop on the play number 68. That's uh, Road Armel on the stop. Back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. It is going to be a, maybe one second down and nine. As Seals Grove will be in no hurry, leading 13-7. 10-28 to go in the game over the Schmokin Indians. We've got to come out of this with at least a field goal just to erase that missed extra point from earlier in the game. And it's it's definitely rule range from here, but Coach Hick does not want a field goal. He no. wants a touchdown here as all the people cheering for the Seals are. Barely got it off to Ryan Ahmed. He blasts through the hole. He was Bashin was hit in the backfield. Barely got it away to Ryan Ahmed. It turned into a positive play as he takes it to the 14-yard line. And is it going to be enough for a Seals Grove first down? Most unusual play you'll see turns into a positive play for the Seals. That was a fullback belly, and the quarterback fakes a toss to the tailback in the hands of the fullback. He he dropped it on the ground. Almond had to pick it up and then run. Uh, kudos to our offensive line. They cleared some people out there. It's not a first down, according to the officials here on the near side. They're, they're gathering again, and then we're going to get a stoppage here. Oh so not God. only do you not measure ever in the first 20,000 games we've done, yeah. but they're going to do it twice here. Measure, yeah, twice. <laughs> Thank you. So yes. the, the invitation's back out now. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Thank <Yep>. goodness. <laughs> this is a funny, funny game. I love this. This yeah. is why I do it for 23 years. Why? Yeah, it's fun, right? You haven't lost a game since you've been up here. No, I've never no, lost one. Yeah. As You're undefeated. never lost a game. You're undefeated. Yep, it feels good. It feels good. It makes, it makes Friday nights a little easier for you, I bet. A lot easier. Yep. It does, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure easier for Cindy. A, a lot easier for Cindy. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter and, and my dog. dog. Yep. Oh, the dog. And both yep. cats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I got to tell my wife I lost my phone. I'm not sure how I can. Oh, um, I don't know. It's a first down, Dave. They're gonna stretch the chains for a first down. I don't All know. All right, first any, down, baby. I'm not sure there's any way we could tell her. I don't know. We're not gonna be able to tell Cindy that you lost your phone. We think it's in the car. Smoke's You heard it ringing. Yeah. We are here in Shemokin, maybe. All right. Well. We'll have to let her know when you get home. I will. Okay. She'll be mad. Make it ask my wife to send her a message. Murphy could send, but I, I don't know how I can let them know either. If your wife or Murphy, they could they could kind of like break the, the tension. <laughs> they, they could do it's not lost. That that's the key point. It's you somewhere. surely don't have it. It's somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so they stretched the chain and gave the Seal and Grove Seals a huge first down deep in Chimoki territory inside the 15 yard line at the 14 yard line. Seals Grove trying to increase their lead. They now lead 13 to seven over the Indians. Give it to Rumberger this time. Nope, that's Straub, 25. He falls forward. Stop that time by the guys up front by the Schmokin Indians. You have Miller involved in that stop. Also 68, that's Road Armel in on the stop. A pickup of maybe one. It's going to be a second down and nine after Straub makes the run. He comes off to the sideline. Good for Straub. He got some action, got a big run, and, uh, well, about a two-yard run, one-yard run. It's a positive play, and we've been talking about that all year long. Yep. Ryan Straub, junior, 5'10", 180. He's able to pick up the yards. Second down and nine for the Seals. Wide receivers to each side. Bastion under center. Taking a snap. Fakes it to the D-man. Roll it to his right. Got a man wide open. That's Almond at the five. Knocked out of bounds at the two-yard line. That's exactly what Ryan Almond was asking last time. Just put it out there. You know what? In his mental capacity to make that catch 
not knowing there was a defender rare getting ready to take his head off. He concentrated, made a huge catch. That's that mental toughness. Woo! That kid is tough, I'll tell you. And that was a beautiful look at waggle play, a boot play by our quarterback, by, by Bastion. Great job. And it puts it at the one-yard line. Why not feed the bone to Almond again after making a beautiful catch? First down and goal to go. Bastion's going to keep it. Stretch it to the goal line. No call yet. Touchdown, Steelers, go Seals. Officials will ask one to see it. Seals Grove answers the big touchdown by the Schmokin Indians with a touchdown of their own. That's awesome. That was a great touchdown. They're going to go for the extra point here. They're going to kick it here with Nick Rice doing the holding. Kevin Gearhart will snap it as Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point following the cast, the Coy Bastion senior quarterback for the Seals. One yard touchdown run. The kick is up, plenty of distance, and it is good. Answer, right? You gotta answer the opponent's touchdown, and they do it in a big way. We did it. We did it. That was super. A big catch by Ryan Ahmet. Big catch and a big run by Ryan Ahmet. As Seals Grove able to take it to the one yard line on the Ryan Ahmet catch. And I was almost grimacing when Ryan Ullman made that catch, and it, all of his momentum was going right towards the Seals Grove defense, but he was able to keep his composure, make the catch, wanted him to score desperately, oh, yeah, but took it, it to the one-yard line, finished off by Corey Bastian, second rush to, rushing touchdown of the season. i tell you what, Ryan Ullman is a special football player. He is one tough hombre. I like that kid a lot. A I one, like all these kids. These kids are all great. One-yard run by your senior quarterback, Bastion. Last week he had a 67-yard run. Tonight he puts it in from one yard out with 8.45 to go in the game, completing a six-play drive, covering 38 yards, took two minutes and 27 seconds. The extra point by rule is good, and Seals Grove increased her lead to 20-7 to over the Schmokin Indians here in the fourth quarter. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Kyle Rule will kick this one away, keep it in the field of play, let those kickoff coverage guys make a play. And this time he does. It's going to go to Delbull at the 10, 15, the 20, between the hash at the 25, and finally finished off at the 20. Excuse me, at the 31 yard line, does Del Ball on a good return for the Schmokin Indians? Now Schmokin will look to try to answer the great drive by the Seals Grove Seals to push their lead out to 13 again, 20 to 7 lead over the Schmokin Indians. Well, thank goodness this is no longer a one score ball game. We're in good shape now. We've just got to play good defense and do what we're capable of doing here. Keep them out of the end zone, guys. Max Madden, lone score for the Schmokin Indians on a 61-yard touchdown run for the Indians. Nye under center, open backs behind him, turn, give it to Madden, off the right. He's going to get a few, but out couldn't get out of the grass that time. Was that Hahn making the stop? Yes, by number 28, Hahn makes the stop. Good job. Yeah, that's where you got to tackle him, Dave. you got to get him around the legs. Absolutely. Especially nice job. Back like that. You, you're right. Jack Hahn's doing a nice job. He's doing a nice job. When you talk about Jack Hahn, senior, 5'10", 171 pounds, he's able to come in and spell some of the linebackers and doing a nice job. Mm-hmm. Able to pick up three, second down and seven. Man goes in motion. That's Paul. Now he's going to throw. Under some pressure, rolls to his right. He's got some time. Still looking. Now he's going to take off and run. It is going to be hit. Was that 
Hawn again initially in there, but then finished off by Nate Schoen. Short of a first down, it's going to be a third down and one by the Smokin' Indians. Another big third down play here as the Seals Grove Seals see Schmokin with the ball at their own 40-yard line. Third and one, man. This is a big down. Come on, guys. Let's get it done. Third down play here. 7.30 to go. In the ball game, Seals Grove leading 20-7. to Nye, give it to Madden. He's got a first down, falls forward, able to drag Heil out to the 43-yard line. So a first down pickup. Clock will stop to move the chains. Hey, stick around after the game as we'll bring you the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. We'll give you scores from other games going on around the Valley, final stats, final rundown of the scoring here tonight. We'll get the final analysis from our stat man, Dave Hess, part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Max Maddock gets the call again. Tiptoes up the right sideline. Avoids of the defender at midfield. It takes it into Seals Grove territory to the 49-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of six. It'll be a second down and four. Madden's a tough running back. He's a, he's a second effort guy. I, I like that kid. <coughs> Seals Grove uh, did a good job of hunting him down there. Just didn't get there quickly enough. They're going to give him seven. It'll be a second down and three. Clock will be Restart. Nope, we got out of bounds. 7.07 to go in the game. Turn. Give it to Madden. Off the right. Second level. And he's going to be stopped as he gets a first down short of the 40-yard line. A couple guys on the left side of that seal defense on the stop. But Max Madden's been the main offensive threat for the Schmogan Indians. Clock continues to run. Under 7 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 20-7. to they increase the lead to 13 on a one-yard touchdown run by Bastion. This is going to go to Frosch. Tries to reverse his field, and he's upended. And he's got to the 40-yard line, and a host of white shirts just took him down. Now there's a flag on the play, and Schmokin's clapping it up. Oh, not good, not good. We just made a great defensive play, and now we're going to blow it with that. Right now, the ball's currently sitting. It's a dead ball personal foul against the Seals Grove Seals. Oh, my goodness. Composure, Dave. Composure. Composure is what it's all about. Shemokin was getting some momentum here with this drive, and we just handed him another big gain. And Cam Fogarty coming off to the sideline. Hope he talked to the coaching staff here and not sure if he was the one who the personal foul was called on or not, but it's it's a crucial penalty here. It's going to march the ball inside Seals Grove 30-yard line all the way down to the 25-yard line. First down and 10 for the Schmogan Indians. They're trying to answer the Seals Grove touchdowns themselves. Right now it's a 20-7 lead. You don't want to get this game back to a one-score game here late in the fourth quarter. This pitch is going to go to Madden off the left. Trying to get some room. Trying to stretch it. He's not going to get there. Brandon Heil played that beautifully, keeping the play inside of him. Finished off by Rumberger and Nate Schoen. That was a big league play by Brandon Heil. Outside backer, everything came. He had two blockers come at him. He took the blockers on perfectly. And he wasn't quite, didn't quite have his balance. He just launched himself off a blocker into the running back. Super tackle. Holy cow, man. Loss on the play. Sets up a second down and 16 for the Schmokin. Trailing 20-7. to Now he's going to give it to Ian Paul. He's going to be hitting the backfield. That's going to be Nate Schoen. He's going to get a tackle for loss. And any time you're not giving it to Max Madden, I'm happy because he's the most explosive offensive player tonight for the Smoking Indians. I agree. I, I absolutely agree. And Rum, Rumberger also had a piece of that tackle. It was a great job by him. Another loss on the play, or maybe back to the original yeah. line of scrimmage. There's going to be a third down and long play here. 
They're going to call it third down and 18 at the Seals Grove 33-yard line for the Schmokin Indians. Open backs behind Nye. Nye's going to take the snap, roll it to his right. Look at plenty of time. He's going to get rid of it, and it's going to be knocked out of Zukowski's hands. Defended out there by Nate Almond. Nate Almond's been in his back pocket all night long. Nate Almond did a great job on that one. He broke on the ball just at the right time. Nate actually bathed him a little bit there. He let he let the, the quarterback think that that receiver was open, and then he broke on the ball when the quarterback released the ball. So they're going to go for it here. Fourth down and 18 with 5.24 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading at this point 20-7. to Seals Grove had touchdown from Teague Hoover, Brandon Highland, Coy Bastion. Max Madden in the low touchdown for the Schmokin Indians. Broken eye behind Nye. Drops back. He's got time. No, not anymore. No. No. Uh, what? What? He threw a flag on the way he was tackled. So Nate Schoen picked Nye up, slammed him to the turf, and they're going to throw a flag on Nate Schoen, who had come through. And now you have coaches running out on the field. Coaches can't run out on the field. No, they can't. That's a 15-yard penalty. You've got to throw a flag for that. Henry Hanoski, coaching staff, you're on the field. You can't be out on the field. No matter what happened out there. No, There's a lot be. to talk about here as Nate Schoen came through, made the tackle, made a very aggressive tackle on Nye, and now the coaching staff is still sitting out there talking, screaming at the officials, and he's going to be tossed. They're going to toss Nate? They're saying they're tossing Nate Schoen out of the game. Their coaching staff tossed Nate out of the game. Those officials had no intention to throw him out of the game until their coaches got involved. That's nonsense. What happened, gang, is Nate Nate Schoen had a nice hit on the running back, picked him up, took him off his feet like a wrestler, and, and put him down on the ground pretty hard. Now, I don't think he actually spiked him onto the ground and tried to injure the kid. It didn't look that way to me, but he did put him down, which is football. This is football, guys. And Derek Hick is having a very assertive conversation, to say the least, with the head official here to eject him out of the game because the coaching staff was demanded on the Indian sideline. And now we don't have him for next week. We don't have him for next week. And... The Shemokin coaching staff made that call. They had no intent. It didn't cross their mind to throw him out of that game until they got involved. They ran on the field and got involved. And, Dave, you make a crucial point here. Not in the. Not only does he leave the game here, automatic first down after the flag and the ejection, as he's going to have to walk off the field here. But according to the rule, if you're thrown out of the game, he's going to have to be, he cannot play next week which we think right now would be against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Hynoski's still giving the officials an earful on the far sideline. I'm not sure why. What are we, what's the delay here? Why aren't we playing football? It's nonsense. These officials have to get control of the Shemokin staff. That's what they've got to do. This, these officials have control of nothing in this football game. So following the penalty, it's going to give the Shemokin Indians an automatic first down. They'll have it at the Seals Grove 25-yard line. That is nonsense, man. They're still talking on the sideline. We cannot get ourselves gathered here because the officials continue to have this incredible conversation with the coaching staff on the smoke and Indian sideline. Guys, get him off the field or flag him. One of the two. Get him off the field or flag him. He cannot do this this football game. Now there's whistles being blown here, so there's still conversation going on, and Schmokin's going to take a timeout. As Nate Schoen has to walk along the sidelines, the along the fence there, and exit the field, 
Now, security, you got to keep somebody over there because now what's, they're kicking the coach out of there. It's about time. So now he's got to leave. Now he's giving him earful. So he's a bad representation for your coaching staff and for your kids that your coach has to get thrown out. Now Hynoski's running out on the field. This is a disaster. And this started because your officials got to get control of what's going on. The officials are controlling nothing. So now what happens here? Where is the penalty taken here if you're kicking a coach out of the game? If they get another flag, if Shemokin gets another flag, Hynoski is out the rest of this game and next week. And I made a mistake I said about playing next week against Jersey Shore, and I correct myself just to gather herself. Next week they're playing Shemokin again, right. and Sean wouldn't be able to play next week right. no matter what because right. he was ejected. And you hope he's able to come back right. if Seals Grove wins next week to play against Jersey Shore. But this has got it just got out of hand. What, what and we're doing? still chit-chatting on the sidelines. Look, these officials have got to control the situation. Get the game moving, guys. Let's reset here as the coach is still not fully left. He's still walking around. Now he's in front of the, the bleachers there. He has not left the complex here as he's going to go up and go into coaching staff. Can he go up into the booth? He's walking up into the booth now. Who? The coach. No, he's got to leave the stadium. He's walking up into the booth now. He, he has to leave the stadium. So 5-19 to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 20-7 to over the Schmokin Indians. We're not sure where the ball is going to be spotted. Not sure if it's going to be fourth down. Not sure if it's going to be first down. They've moved the chains twice. But We're this, not sure what's going on here. This is the thing I don't understand. They, they threw an assistant coach out. That's, you don't do that. The head coach gets thrown out. The head coach has to have control of his assistant coaches. Well, he's up in the booth right now, so he could, he, could coach, he could coach up in the he booth. He could coach him up. He can't and Hynoski's still in the field. But Hynoski should have been the guy tossed. And the head coach is up in the booth. Zach, can you go up and tell? Seriously, they need to let that coach needs to get. He, he's up in the booth. He could coach from up there now. Zach, go tell him. No, I'm just kidding. Stay here. No, seriously. He can't coach from up in the booth. He's still involved in the game. So they reset the chains. It's fourth down here, 18. The ball sits at the 40-yard line. Seals Grove leading 20-7 to on a touchdown by Teague Hoover to start the game. Heil got a touchdown. And then Madden, 61-yard touchdown run by Shimoka cut the lead to 13-7. to Now another kid's jogging off the field for the Shimokin Indians. Down to the far side, number 85's going off. And Hynoski's still on the field. We're still trying to figure things out. We apologize, listeners. We really are. Well, first of all, they, they threw the wrong guy out of the game, the wrong coach. The head coach to, the ones that goes. Trying to figure things out here. Well, they're trying to get that assistant coach out of the press box now. Hynoski's still talking to the officials, and you got people waving, people to leave. And he is now. Now he's finally coming down, and he's finally heading out. Dave, 23 years. 23 years I've been on this. You have to you have to brace for everything that's going to happen in front of you. And I, I my emotion is just so high that oh, I'm trying I'm to compose you. myself. But it's, it all started on a, a great stop by Nate Schoen. They thought it was excessive. He got thrown out of the game. And then a coach gets thrown out. Now the player's coming back in now. So I assume he wasn't thrown out. Fourth down play here as a reset. Huge fourth down play here. Nye drops back. He's looking to the right. Gets rid of it. Got Dell ball out there, falls incomplete, and turned the ball over on downs. Good job. Back to the Seals Grove Seals. Good job, defense. He had a, a receiver wide open, but the receiver did not catch the ball because he was worried about he was worried about Hoover coming over and cleaning his clock. Good job, defense. So turns the ball over on downs as 
one of the most disruptive moments that I've had as a broadcast. I'm bugged because Nate Schoen got ripped off now. Nate Schoen misses the rest of this game and next week. And this is a kid who made this great comeback. He did not deserve to have the Shemokin coaches get him kicked out of the football game. So 5.07 to go in the game. Seals Grove looking to put together a five-minute drive here to finish this one out. They lead 20-7. Bastion under center. Give it to Ryan Allman. He's going to blast into the line of scrimmage. Fall forward for four yards. That was just brute strength. Great push by that offensive line. Positive play. Clock runs. 4.53 to go. Now we got... Tony Dresser running behind the fence there. We got coaches running down the back side there, running back to the locker room. Oh, what's going on? Are they going to get Nate? Oh, maybe it wasn't supposed to be thrown out of the game. What? The coach, coach down there, down there he better not be addressing Nate Schoen because that's, that's wrong. No, I'll go down myself. Well, Nate Schoen's dad's down there, and that's not good either. No, well, I think Nate can take care of himself too. Second down play here for the Seals. Blitz coming by Paul. Under center is Bastion. Turn. Give it to Ryan Allman. Blast into that defensive line. Going to pick up positive yards again. I see Miller blowing up things. I also see Seco. Absolutely. Vance Metzger. The whole offensive line just blowing things up. And that's what you need. When they know you're going to run the ball and you can still get positive plays, You've just you decided to take things over. And the last two plays were right up the gut. Fullback right up the gut. Nothing fancy. Straight up blocking. And our kids are kicking butt. Under four minutes to go in the game. Big third down play here for the Seals Grove Seals. If they can pick up a first down, they can run off more time. They're going to go with the I formation. Ryan Omit, the deep man in the I formation. He's going to get the call. He's going to be hit, take it down immediately. But, Dave, you talk about it. Now the thing is composure. We can't have anybody else thrown out of this game. No. we got to keep ourselves composed here. Everybody that's on that field right now, remember, uh, Brett Ford is going to be in question whether he's going to be re- able to return next week. If Nate Cho can't play, we got to keep every the rest of the, the personnel involved in this game. And as we're stuck in a putting situation here, Catherine will come out and put this one away. Well, the, the problem is that... that um, we don't have officials you can count on here. That's the problem. They they threw a kid out that didn't deserve to be thrown out of the football game. Well, like you said, they had no intent. I mean, if they had intent to do that right away, they would have done it right away. Yeah. They, they threw the flag. They were composing, get ready to make a call. The entire Indian staff came out, was screaming, holler. Next thing they're like, hey, and they uh, we could throw this kid out. The ejection know. came way after they came out on the field. But right now, Seals Grove leading 27, 27 with 333. Other updated scores, Shikalimi leading Milton 41-0. Lewisburg trailing Loyal Sock 21-14. Jersey Shore now leading in the fourth 21-9 over Central Mountain. A final, Mifflinburg beat Chewsville 28-0. All those gains brought to you by our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Catherman will punt this one away as Zakowski will drop back, standing at his 15-yard line. Got to be great coverage here. They're coming. He gets it away. Good punt. It's going to hit in front of Zakowski. It's going to roll inside the 15, down to the 13. Be spotted down there. Another great punt by your senior left-footed punter, Catherman, to put the ball inside the 15-yard line in smoking territory. I'll, I'll second that. That was, a, that was an excellent punt by Catherman. And Teague Hoover was downfield on that ball, waiting for it to stop rolling. Teague Hoover plays two ways. He is a hustler, man. That kid hustles. 
The other updated score, Mif- or uh, Bloomsburg leading Midwest 28-2. to That was our Blaze Alexander, Alexander Ford tough game of the week. But I don't know if there's been any more tough than what we've seen here at Kent Memorial Stadium. No, our kids are tough. First down and 10 for the Schmokin Indians, trailing 20-7. to Nye rolling to his right. Get pressure, gets rid of it. Del Ball makes the catch. Tiptoes out of bounds. Vince Metzger hit Nye after he got rid of it. The officials are going to spot the ball at the 21-yard line to be a short of a first down. Get it out of bounds and stop the clock with 3.18 to go. And, Dave, these two teams play next week. They do. This is going to be ugly next week. It's going to be good. No, we talked about it on the way down. In football, to play back-to-back, you do that in basketball, you do that in baseball. Do it. To do it in football, and you got to see these guys two weeks in a row, that's tough. And a third time in a year. As Nye rolled to his right, gets rid of it. Zakowski making a catch, tiptoes out of bounds. What's happening now is Shemokin's coming out, and they're running their, their spread, their deuces. They're two receivers, two wide receivers both sides, and they're throwing short passes. What we do is we're checking right into a cover, too, which means we have that those five men covering short zones, and they're throwing short zones right now. So we're not giving up much. We're giving up little tiny passes right now, the two passes for a first down. But uh, if they want to nickel Dimas, that's okay. They can nickel Dimas. Just don't, don't let them get the big play. We're playing this real well here defensively. We appreciate you listening. Seals Grove football on WEGH Northumberland. Seals Grove. Here we are. We're in a cover two again. First down and 10 for Smokin, trailing 27 to the Seals. A 3-12 to go in the ball game. Winner of this hosts next week against the same matchup. Nick Young playing at nose guard position. Vance Metzger on the left. And Steve Miller on the right. We got a timeout, official timeout taken here. Linebackers, you got Runberger in there. Actually, Spencer George is going to come into the game. Looks like maybe Vance Metzger will come to the sidelines. But Ryan Almit, Rothamall, Runberger. Also, Jack Hans played a lot here in the second half. And the defenders are going to come over and talk to their head coach and defensive coordinator, Derek Hicks, who, again, Trying to hold a team to seven points or less from a defensive standpoint against a team averaging 30 points per game and put up 54 a week ago. That's a good night out for the defense. They're trying to hold on to that to finish this last three minutes and 12 seconds. You know, a lot of what's been happening here with Shemokin's offense, a lot of the things that have been negative for them have come as a result of our kids' physicality because they are getting hit, and those receivers are not concerned as much about catching the ball as they are getting hit. So that's been a real thing. Our, our physicality has really helped us in this football game. These kids are tough. First down and 10 for Shemokin. 3-12 to go in this ball game with Seals Grove leading 20-7. to Shemokin has at their own 27-yard line. Shotgun for Nye. Man goes in motion from right to left. Rolling to the left is Nye. Look, Nye gets rid of it, and it caught catches there. That's made by Cedar. He was hit by Nate, or excuse me, Teague Hoover, but finished off by Ryan Almond. Short of a first down, eight-yard pickup. It'll be a second down and eight. Sorry, y'all, not like that. Nick Young just got held by one of the running backs. He got bear hugged about a foot from the quarterback on that last play. Shotgun for Nye, rolling to his left. Steve Miller makes the stop. That's a tackle for loss in the backfield by your sophomore defensive end, Steve Miller. Big play by Steve Miller. Got upfield as a defensive end and swept the feet out from underneath that uh, the ball carrier. A loss of about eight on the play to set up a third down and 10. 2.39 to go in this ball game with Seals Grove leading over the Smoking Indians 20 
to seven. Hey, again, coming up after the game, we'll check on other games going on around the Valley, get the final stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Final game analysis from Coach Dave Hess, and it's all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Great game. Great adrenaline. This is an excellent game. I actually have some adrenaline going here. Yes. This is good stuff. Hope you're enjoying it. It all happens right here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, or the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Seals Grove leading 27, 239 to go in the ball game. Connor Grove here to the right. Got two wide receivers to the right. Coming out here will be Rumberger defending the receiver in the slot. Two wide receivers to the right as well. Nye in the shotgun. Sends a man in motion. Nye's going to roll to the right. Gets rid of it. And it's going to be over the intended receiver's hands. Intended that time for Tar Joseph. It falls incomplete. And it's going to be a fourth down and ten play here. And Seals Grove can come up with another stop on fourth down. It'll be the third time tonight that they stop the Seals Grove or the Smoking Indians on a fourth down play. See if they can do it again here as we're talking about candidates for Smoking Dam Health Center's backbreaker play of the game. Hey, this is a big play, boy, I'll tell you. Two wide receivers to each side. We call that deuces. Nye in the shotgun. I don't think that's his comfort level to be in a shotgun formation, but that's what he's in. Rolling to the right. Under some pressure. Gets away from Spencer George. Gets rid of it, and it's in and out of the hand of Kowski's hands. And Jack Kahn on the coverage, and I think Jack Kahn ran enough of an interference that made it a tough catch for the receiver. Yeah, Jack was playing an underneath zone there. He was playing a short zone, and the receiver ran through his zone. So he just played be- between the receiver and the ball. The, the receiver got deeper. Deep. And I think he might have deflected, or at least he got his hands up and screwed the receiver up. That was a great job by Jack Hahn. So when with you that, ask an inside linebacker to cover pass, man, I'll tell you what, that's great. That That's an exceptional kid. And he did just that to turn the ball over on downs. It'll be a first down and 10 for Sealens Grove. Schmokin has no timeouts remaining. So Sealens Grove can run the clock out here by having a good possession here and get the victory and host the opening round of the Quad A District 4 tournament next week at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is going to go to Hoover. Hoover runs over defender and falls forward, making the stop that time was Colin Lynch. But Hoover put his shoulder down and was able to pick up about four yards to be a second down and six for the Seals. And again, good job by the offensive line. And I do believe we have some new faces in there. Yeah, Maurer came in. He's been in and out. He's been able to spell some guys out there. So it's great to see that, as you mentioned. Burkowski's in there as well, playing that right guard position. Right, that's what I was looking for. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate that, seeing that in, and that helps here late in the ball game. We're trying to end this thing here. Seals Grove will be in no hurry. Five seconds on the play clock. Bastion under center, taking the snap. Oh. This time, gives it to Straub, and Straub leans forward to about the 20, 21-yard line. Stop there, but none of this matters at this point. That game clock is what matters, and it's at 1.35 to go. So Seals Grove will have not not have to run another play until we've got a minute left in this game. Seals grow in business to win this one on the road at Kent Memorial Stadium and Dave for the second week in a row avenge an early season loss. Absolutely. Boy, I'll tell you what, this team's getting good at that. As uh, they fell to smoke at 16 nothing, and they're looking to get, avenge it here with they lead 20-7. Smoking came in, lead, 
uh, scoring 30 points per game, but right now they only have seven. This defense comes up big again. Let's go to Heil. Off the right, squeezes through. He'll have enough for a first down as he gets inside the 15 to the 14. And with that run, that's going to end the ball game because they can go into the the best formation in football, and that's the victory formation for the Seals Grove Seals. Y'all gone right. The offensive line just did a great job on that last play. They opened it up for Heil. As Bastion will get the call from the sidelines, and he'll jog back out onto the, as we see Bastion and Chipmall heading down after the Seals Grove will go into victory formation. As Bastion will take the snap, take a knee, and wrap it up here. As Seals Grove was going to win this one, 20-7 over the Schmokin Indians, setting up next week's game against the Schmokin Indians at home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. All will get started with Seals game day at 6 the Derek Hicks conversation at 6.30 and the kickoff at 7 on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Seals Grove wins this one 20-7 over the Schmokin' Indians. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys won't. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. And this month, the blizzard of the month is Mocha Fudge. Plus, try the new pumpkin cookie butter shake. And the chicken strip basket is now with Hidden Valley Ranch. Sealands Grove High School Football in DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Roots 1115 on the strip. Sealands Grove. This is Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cable Vision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Hey, the battle of unbeatens as the Steelers visit Tennessee Sunday. Coverage uh, on 100.9 the Valley begins at 11. Kickoff at 1 o'clock. Welcome to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show here from Kemp Memorial Stadium on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. As the Seals Grove Seals come away with a 20-7 win over the Shemokin Indians, avenging the early season loss, 16-0 to the Shemokin Indians, and this is how it happened. Seals Grove got on the board first on a 35-yard run by Teague Hoover. 
They came with 7.22 to go in the first quarter, completing a five-play drive, covered 49 yards, took two minutes and 55 seconds. The extra point was good, and Seals Grove led at that point 7 to nothing. And then Brandon Heil got in the scoring column on a three-yard run for the Seals Grove Seals. Unfortunately, the extra point no good. And that came with just 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. But Seals Grove did lead at that point, 13-0 at the end of the first quarter. There will be no scoring in the second quarter, so Seals Grove, Schmokin, went to halftime with Seals Grove leading 13-0 over the Schmokin Indians. And then Schmokin got on the board, an explosive run by their leading rusher on this season, a 60-yard run by Max Madden. That came with 3.27 to go. In the third quarter, a two-play drive covering 67 yards took three minutes, excuse me, just took 39 seconds. The extra point was good, and Shemokin cut into the Seals Grove lead to 13-7. to That would be the score at the end of the third quarter, just a one-score game between the Seals and Shemokin. But Seals Grove would get on the board. They answer the Shemokin touchdown with a touchdown of their own with 8.45 to go in the fourth quarter as they're able to take the ball down the field on a six-play drive covering 38 yards. Took two minutes and 27 seconds. Seals Grove's extra point good. They increased their lead to 20-7, to and that would be all the scoring on the night. As the Seals Grove Seals get the win, they improve the 4-3 and three as next week, They'll take on the Shemokin Indians. Shemokin falls to four and three, and they'll travel to take on the Seals Grove Seals next week at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Dave, intensity? Yes. Emotions running high? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You know, there's going to be a lot of talk here about what exactly uh, came about in a a very strange time in this game. But the Seals Grove defense comes up big again, holding the Shemokin Indians 23 points under their scoring average on the season to get the 20-7 win. Defense was outstanding again tonight. They they took a a high-scoring, high-powered offense, and they shut it down to basically one play that they gave up. That was super by them. And I'll tell you what, I, I think that what this game did tonight is it set up a heck of a rematch for Friday night. Shemokes are going to come in there, and they are going to be wild when they come down to Seals Grove. This is going to be an interesting game Friday. As Shemokin will be on the flip side now as they'll come to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field trying to avenge the Seals Grove win, 13-point win here tonight over the Shemokin Indians. And it was battle. There's no doubt about it. Going back, at, back and forth at each other, we knew what the situation was as you said high explosive offense against a defense that has shut down teams all night long so speaking of defense we got candidates for smoke dam health center backbreaker plays of the game and you know the uh the fact that the seals grove seals got up seven nothing and then up 13 nothing max madden had a huge run 61 yard touchdown run and then seals grove had to come back and have a couple big plays Move the chains, cross lines, and they uh, ex- were able to extend the lead back to 27 to avoid being a one-score game. So there's candidates all around. And I'm going to throw it to you first. Are there a couple candidates you're thinking about as a Schmokenham Health Center backbreaker play I of the game? I have one in mind for sure. Um, when Mr. Ahmed uh, ran the F burst, the fullback burst out of the backfield, and what was it, about 60 yards? or He, he covered, put the ball inside the five, set up the last score that really did break their backs. Seals Grove had a bunch of big defensive plays here late in the game as well as Brandon Heil, Ralph Mall, 
uh, or excuse me, yeah, Rothamall came through, and even Hahn, Romberger. I mean, the, the, the defense continues to play very well. You had, you know, a big first down pickup by the Seals. Uh, you had Bastion, that one-yard carry to be able to ba- uh, get it in the end zone. So you got yeah, a bunch of different, too. yeah, absolutely. You had a huge punt by Catherman oh. as well that uh, really changed the, the field uh, position for the Seals Grove Seals. But, right. Dave, going to go with you. Absolutely. The the catch by Ryan Allman, and that comes after Ryan Allman was explaining to Bastion, you know, put it out in front of me. I'm, I can make a big play right. here. It did. And those seniors hooked up again. Neither one hung their head, chose the composure and the, the maturity of those two guys, and he put it where he could catch it. Ryan Allman made the big play, 52 yards down the right sideline. And that came at a time when Shemokin really did have, they had the momentum. They, they, Shemokin was rolling, and that really, that really did break their backs. So we call that the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, a 52-yard catch by Ryan Allman from senior quarterback Coy Bastian. To eventually set up the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Shemokin Dam Health Center Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We come back, we have stats. Just hand it to me from our stat man, Zach Showers, and we're going to wrap up the Service Electric Cable Vision post game show here from Kemp Memorial Stadium. Again, the Seals Grove Seals gets the 20-7 win over the Shemokin Indians. Don't go anywhere. we got the stats to run down for you. And final analysis from the coach in the booth, Dave Hess. All part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sealands Grove Ford is your certified pre-owned Ford headquarters. Buy with confidence. Buy with peace of mind. Leave with the best value on a pre-owned Ford in the area. Balance of a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Finance rates as low as 1.99%, a full tank of gas, and the peace of mind that you made the smart choice. Check out the inventory at SealandsGroveFord.com. At Sealands Grove Ford, it's not just another used car. It's a certified pre-owned Ford at the bridge in Sealands Grove. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewis. Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long. Great selection. 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle107.com. 
Hey, Mark Stevens will help you through the workday, finish off the 107-minute superset, and starting each hour with our seven-song superset. It's all your favorite classic rock. Through the workday, only you want a seven, and eagle107.com. Sealens Grove wins this one. This is the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame as Sealens Grove wins 20-7 to over the Shemokin Indians. Take a look at the scoring recap given it to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Eight first downs to Shemokin's nine. Seals Grove comes away with eight. In the rushing department, Seals Grove 115 yards rushing to Shemokin's 90. In the passing department, close. Seals Grove 68, Shemokin just 70. So total yards, Dave, 183 for the Seals Grove Seals, 160 for the Shemokin Indians. We continue to profess about how this defense is playing. This is a Shemokin offense averaging 369 yards total offense tonight, 160. That's awesome. That's awesome. Our this, kids are tough. This defense continues to play in a huge way. You need to as the offense is slowly coming along, and you see them putting points on the board, and it's great to see. In the penalty department, too many penalties for both teams, 16 in all. Seals Grove with six, smoking with 10, but no turnovers. That's something to hang your hat on for both teams. No turnovers on the night. We did have the ball hitting the turf a few times, but... Neither team coughed it up. Taking a look at individual numbers first for the Shemokin Indians in the rushing department. Madden had a 61-yard touchdown run, so he finished the night with 96 yards on 14 carries. And Frosch, seven carries for 14 yards. In the passing department, Nye, 11 for 21, just 70 yards. He came in tonight over 1,000 yards on the season, held to just 70 on the night for the sophomore quarterback for the Shemokin Indians. His main target, Delbo, five catches. 30 yards, and Zakowski, he also had three catches for 22 yards. For the Seals Grove Seals in the rushing department, Teague Hoover, 11 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. One of those came on a 35-yard touchdown run by your junior tailback, Teague Hoover. Heil, 13 carries, 28 yards, and a touchdown. Bastion had eight carries, 16 yards, and had that one-yard touchdown run for the Seals Grove Seals. Nate Almond, or excuse me, Ryan Almond, seven carries, 16 yards, um, Ryan Allman had the lone catches on the night. He had all three catches for 68 yards, and the big one was the 52-yard catch was part of our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Dave, a lot of people trying to get involved in this game. Bastion slowly working into being a threat in the running department, which we've seen. He's yeah. able to pick up big plays that way. And like we talked about, throwing it just to keep a defense honest enough you talked about it, how Shemokin was creeping up to the line of scrimmage and they were able to find Ryan on with that long run and it backed him off some. True, and and even when we threw an interception, it made him back off a little bit. But yeah, Ryan Almond is he is something else, isn't he? Wow, what a tough kid! Every time he touches the ball, somebody's going to be rolling backwards, and he's going to be digging for four or five extra yards. The kid's amazing, and he ran hard at the end there to be able to move the chain. Seals Grove was able to final finish this one off with a good drive at the end and go into Ricky formation again. Seals Grove wins this one over the Smoking Indians, twenty to seven. Dave, final analysis of what we saw here tonight as both teams. We'll prep for next week. It's a back-to-back and the third time in one year between these two teams. Well, I think that the biggest conclusion that I can draw from this game is that Seals Griff got better. Uh, the offensive line, 183 yards total. Okay, not not great, but you know what? The offensive line got better tonight uh, because they were play, they were they were facing probably the toughest situation you could ever face when a team puts 11 guys in the line of scrimmage are right in your face and they're they're more them than you. And our guys, they held it together tonight. They did a good job. 
Yes, they did. And, uh, again, Seals Grove coming away with the win here tonight. 27 over the Schmokin Indians. And, Dave, more importantly, what this does, it allows us to have the vehicle after the game tomorrow. And then after I drop you off, I pick Murphy up. I ride to the station with Murphy with me. She was bummed you can't do it tonight, but next She's already looking forward to it next week. She likes she likes that late-night ride with Dad as we go back to the station to drop the equipment off, and then we ride back. So, Murphy, I know you're one of the most excited uh, fans, Seals Grove fans. We get to do that late-night ride together take equipment back to the station. And she's a good tennis player, a great tennis player. They had a great year. We appreciate that uh, you making that uh, that call there. Yes, she, her team had a great year. They made it to the districts. They yep. competed for districts. So. Congratulations on their tennis and to all athletics. Soccer's still involved, and also the boys' soccer, girls' soccer, field hockey's doing their thing that they normally do. They always win. Uh, the uh, cross country team has put up an amazing year yeah. as well, so congratulations to all them. So, Seals Grove season continues next week. They'll take on the Shemokin Indians at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Thanks for being a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame. Remember to check out all sports programming on Eagle 107 by going to eagle107.com. Again, next week, the Seals will take on the Smoking Indians at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave S. starting at 6. The Dare Kicks conversation at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 in Seals Grove. That wraps up Seals postgame show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, Seals Grove improves to... Four and three, smoking falls to four and three as Seals Grove gets the twenty to seven win. Remember, you can get all your updated scores and final scores of games across Central Pennsylvania by clicking on the high school scoreboard banner by simply going to Eagle107.com or the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. For Zach Showers, our stat guy, Anthony Fusa, our producer, and Dave S. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us tonight for Seals Grove Football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified agent in place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page, and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction, proud be the consumer's choice. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try Kenny Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try Kenny Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try Kenny Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person. And as always, go Seals. Okay, I'm heading out for lunch. Are you going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen? Shh, if anyone hears that I'm going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen, then everyone will want me to bring... Can you bring me a turkey and cheese panini? I'd like some homemade pasta salad, please. And I need a cannoli, just like my Nana from Italy used to make. Oh, all right. Just call them at 570-522-1060 to order ahead and I'll pick it up again. Visit Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg, an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and 
and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. Winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Online and on Facebook, too. Eagle107.com. Thanks for listening to Sealands Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals Football is a production of Eagle 107.